Howdy there. It's me. I'm back, and I'm here, as always, with my friend and co-host, Mim. Say hello, Mims. Hey there, people. Hey. And uh, it's been a while since we've dropped a pod. We were actually in the midst of recording for one about a couple days ago now. And our internet... Almost a week ago. Yeah, our internet just gave out like a, over an hour into recording it, and it would have been... It would have been an injustice to just have the same conversation twice. It would have been dull and boring. And yeah, like we actually got kind of pissed off with each other because we actually got in a heated argument about what was happening in the podcast. Like, yeah, <laughs> over topics, not like actually, but like debating wise. And then all the passion was gone because we were just max our internet crash. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so. it, was, it was shitty. It was shitty. So, but we have finally returned and here we are again on the plus side though we saved the people some money with our shit parlay we were about to give out thanks oregon yeah thanks oregon Fucking let assholes ev- let everybody down like, we couldn't have been the only ones right <laughs> yeah no couldn't that utah fan on reddit definitely definitely was betting on oregon yeah the unspoken utah fan from reddit all right um so a lot has happened, obviously, since we've last recorded a podcast. Um, some new – the coaching carousel went a bit bananas on us. Um, the conference championships have played out. We now have a set playoff going into the college football world. But let's talk about some head coaching hires. First being LSU hired Brian Kelly. The one and only. Yeah. Talk about it, Mims. Oh, with pleasure. So, a lot of people, uh, the initial reaction was very split in the LSU community. I will have you know. Uh, obviously, from the outside looking in, no one fucking liked it because people are stupid. But Brian Kelly is a proven winner everywhere he goes. He was 34 and 6 at Cincinnati. He's the winningest coach at Notre Dame with vacated wins, mind you, with vacated wins. Since 2017, He has practically the same record as Lincoln Riley, which was everybody's darling coming into this year as far as head coaching candidacy. And there's really one thing that I really like about him that we didn't have with our last regime in Coach O, which he has experience. There's not many things you can throw at Brian Kelly that he hasn't seen before as far as like situations and scenarios he needs to be in. And a lot of people were stressing this past week or so about uh, assistance and he really, in my opinion, hit a home run hire today with Frank Wilson, who, if you're not familiar, which you're probably not, he is a Louisiana recruiting legend. He's a two-time recruiter of the year. As far as college football goes, He domin- he's the best recruiter LSU has ever had, period. He's the best recruiter in the state of Louisiana probably ever. And that's huge when you're competing with teams like Alabama and Texas A&M and who- God knows who else who's trying to recruit players out of you know Louisiana. So that being his first move shows me that he's got a good mind on him, that he knows he needs to dominate the state, put good coordinators in place, which we're still waiting on, but we got time till signing day. But overall, I'm thrilled with the hire, personally. Uh, A lot of people thought we were going to get Lincoln Riley, which I was one of those people as well. I mean, I think everybody in Baton Rouge did. But he decided to go to Southern Cal for a – metric fuck ton of money and a private jet 
which the jet. I, yeah, probably his was, use. He doesn't have to use it for recruiting purposes. He can just fly wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah, like it, his family can use it. Like it basically just got his own private jet, and also they gave him a six million dollar home, Southern Cal. So that's pretty, pretty dope. So I can't fault him there. A lot of people are saying he didn't want to play in the SC West. I wouldn't blame him for one not wanting to play there. I mean, again, who willingly puts himself in a conference with Nick Saban? Brian Kelly does, which hats off to him, and I love him for it. Addition. <laughs> That's what makes me like him so much more, but I'm not back on that. But Lincoln Riley is, in my opinion, really going to change the direction of Southern Cal football. Is that – like, do you agree? Um, I mean, yeah, I think he'll put him back to a good place. I don't think – he's not going to bring him back to where they were with, like – in in aspects of think, like hoping hoping to play for a national championship i don't i don't see that ever happening again especially under his wing i just don't think he's capable, think he's capable of, of putting them into the playoff perhaps i know Within i know usc usc does play some legit schools do they not I mean, they're in the Pac-12, so they got to run through Oregon. Utah looks like – I mean, tends to be ranked the last few seasons. I mean, I don't think Utah's going to give him any trouble. Um, I mean, neither do I. But like I said, if you can tack two, tw- like, top 25 wins on your resume, maybe get an out-of-conference win Has here there. Oregon hired a new head coach yet? I mean, I doubt it. Cristobal just got announced, what, today, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I guess not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh I, I think I, I guess so. I just I just it's just kind of hard to believe just given what they've done in recent years, you know. And since it's been Pete so Carroll left, it's, yeah. Yeah, I was a, it's been so long since they've been like a legit team. So I don't know. We'll see. I think that if they're w- spending that kind of money on them, I mean, they want to get back to those days. Like, they care, obviously. Yeah, I think – and it's the first time in a while I think they've kind of stepped off their high horse and been like, hey, we can't just churn out. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not – like, hey, we're, like, we we're fucking USC. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you have to keep up, like – like, no no one in their right mind would just be like, hey, I want to go play for Alabama instead of – I don't know, UCLA or anywhere, you know? Like, yeah, like, I'll tell you right now. I've never been to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I've been to L.A. I got a pretty good idea. I know where most 18-year-olds would like to play and spend college at. It's just they need the facilities and the ability to know they can go to the NFL like they can at Alabama, which I think Lincoln Riley can do that at Southern Cal. So that's – I'm I mean, not excited to see that clearly because I don't want Southern Cal to be good because I want LSU to be good and that would directly interfere with my, uh, you know, agenda. But I think Lincoln Riley is really going to change the direction of that program. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to do worse. <laughs> that is valid. That is very valid. You had the drunk coach and Sarkeesian. He kind of taking over. A, I mean, even even if he takes him to like a consistent nine nine wins, like he's doing. As long as they're going back to the Rose they, Bowl at least every year, I think they're chilling. Yeah, because that's really all they want. I feel like if they can't win a Natty, a Rose Bowl is the second best thing for a Pac-12 team for absolute fucking certain. I don't understand that logic. If LSU was going to the Sugar Bowl, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be really fucking mad. I'd be like, we were that close to a national title. <laughs> 
Just that West Coast but, standard. Yeah, I mean, I get it. The Rose Bowl is cool and all. But there are also uh, some pretty other big coaching hires as well. We got Marcus Freeman moving up from defensive coordinator at Notre Dame to replace Brian Kelly. Uh, I think it's a really good – I think it's a really good, like, promotion by Notre Dame because they the have – The players really, seem to love it. The players like it. At the time, they were on the fringe of being in the playoffs. They needed the players to be bought in. They couldn't really bring in anybody new at the moment. And I think a big thing that coaches and, like, especially ADs are realizing with times like this with, like, coaching changes – is National Signing Day is pretty much in December now, like right before the bowl game. So when you got coaches leaving like that, so you're trying to lock in recruits, it really throws off like what can happen in times like this. So I think that was a big reason Marcus Freeman got the push. And on top of the fact, he's a big riser. He was the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati the year prior. He was in major talks with LSU, of course, for the defensive coordinator job. Uh, he was, I mean, basically every job in the country as far as defensive coordinator positions. And got the job in Notre Dame, had a great year, job opened up, and he moved right in. Right place, right time, man. Yeah, and I mean, I think he's going to be a pretty good coach. Hopefully, he can capitalize off what he's got. I think he's got a top five class right now as it stands at Notre Dame. I don't know if anybody's decommitted or anything like that. But if he can continue off that success, I think he could be a really good coach, like uh, similar to how Aranda has been at Baylor, just kind of. I mean, yeah, there's just nothing to base it off of, you know. I mean, he's never head coached mm-hmm. anywhere else. And, I mean, all you can do is hope. I'd be yeah. hopeful if I were them, you know. I mean, the players seem to like him. Uh, he's good at his job as a coordinator, you know. So Yeah. I was about to say, he succeeded in what he's done so far, so there's no reason to believe otherwise. And as of and- today, I don't have not heard of any big-name flips from them either. So Exactly. I know there was uh- – the five-star linebacker from Myrtle Beach. He didn't flip or anything, but I know South Carolina was going to try to talk to him a couple, like maybe a week ago. But I haven't heard anything else. So, we'll see. Uh, another vacancy that got filled, obviously, with Lincoln Riley leaving the USC, the Oklahoma job was open, and Brent Venables returns home to Oklahoma, which I think is a very good hire for Oklahoma. They really need to change their identity. The flashing high-scoring offense has not been winning national titles really for the last 20 years. You're about to go in the SEC. You need to rebrand. This is the perfect time to do it, and they decide to get gritty and get a defensive-minded guy like Brent Venables. Took him away from uh, the best coordinator contract in the country. Yeah, from like two I mean, and they, a half He was dollars. the heart and soul of that Clemson team. Like They're about to be a different – a, a, a different program without that guy. Um, but yeah, yeah I think it's be a, another thing to bear watching, especially with the. I mean, I didn't even hear his name mentioned seriously in any other hiring, like like coaching positions that did open up. Um, that was kind of out of left field for me. I think that's a good, great hire. Uh, I think that's one of the few. I think he was only going to leave for like an Oklahoma job because I think that's – I don't know if that's his alma mater, but I know he was D.C. there beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like but, that hire as well. Yeah. I was about to say, I think he just being a defensive-minded guy with him about to go in the SEC, like that said, every single time Lincoln Riley ran up against an SEC team, he got his ass kicked. On average, he played the SEC three times, not including the Florida game. 
uh, last year, he gave up an average of 54 points. Like, you can't have that in the SEC every week if you're going to be in that conference. So getting a defensive-minded guy like Venables, I think, is a great move. And that just kind of leaves me to wonder where Clemson moves from there as far as coordinator jobs. But that's another topic for another day. Um, Billy Napier went to Florida. Not really too much to say on that. I think that was a solid hire by them. It's a risk because he hasn't coached in major college football like that. Coaching ULL has been real successful, but yet to see him do it in the Power Five. He was recruited at Alabama, was an assistant at Alabama, but things are a lot easier in Saban's overwatching what you're doing. So we'll have to see how he does the head coach at Florida. I think that's a good hire. Uh, I think you're downplaying that because Florida hired him. I think that's a great hire, especially for Florida, who's just can't seem to figure it out, man. To get well, a he's a like really that. good recruiter. And I that's the big thing I, yeah, they've that's been what complaining I, about. And I think he can do well doing that. But as far as like competing week in and week out in the SEC, like he hasn't done it. Same thing with Brian Kelly. But Brian Kelly has been doing this for 40 years. You know what I'm saying? And he's won everywhere he's gone. That's why I think he's he got to get, he just got to get the right guys around him, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If he can make the right hires as far as coordinators and all that, and he can dominate, I mean, not dominate, it's going to be hard to dominate the state of Florida as far as recruiting, but at least get the big pieces out of there, then Florida can definitely, he can definitely be successful in Gainesville for sure. Mm-hmm. For, for sure. So does that leave? Do we have any more coaching vacancies? I think that checks them all off. Uh, Mario Cristobal to Miami. Oh, yeah, that's fresh off the press. Yeah, I really don't have – so I kind of called this, I mean, really a long time ago. I think Grant can attest to that. I said Cristobal is probably going to leave Oregon and go to his alma mater at uh, Miami at least two weeks ago, and sure enough, it happened. They were being weird about it, though. They decided to not let Manny Diaz go to, like, the last possible second because of signing day to try and get all these recruits in which I just kind of think is pretty fucked up, but that's why I'm not an AD or anything like that. So Mario Cristobal to Miami, leaving a what was a playoff contender at one point this season, number three team in the country, to go to what has pretty much been a dead program. Dumpster fire. Since <laughs> what, like Larry Coker? For a while now. Yeah, like Randy Shannon took it over and it just like Nevin Shapiro all the way down to the bottom. But, I mean, Cristobal did pretty well at Oregon, somewhat. He never got to the playoff. He had two Pac-12 titles, won a Rose Bowl. Uh, It'll be interesting. I don't know exactly how well he'll do. But I think he's a better hire. I think he's the – I think he's the best hire Miami's been able to get in the last. I mean, he's not decade. leaving. You know, like he's he's yeah. setting up shop there. I mean, I'd be pretty hopeful. I'd say. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't know if Miami is a program that's really on the up and up. If you know what I'm saying, like I don't know if their trajectory is pointing upwards. Right, right. And even with him there, I don't know if he's moving the needle, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They're not like in a case like where I compare these teams like LSU, Oklahoma, and Florida, who were top 10 teams, eight teams, you know, a year or two ago in playoff spots. Miami's been 
kind of in the slums for a little bit as far as their standards. Yeah, definitely. They haven't, I mean, been a legitimate team since I was like one years old. <laughs> that right. is very would, true. Would you like to transition on over to some conference championship results? Oh, yeah. So the big shocker of the well, we'll start in order. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma State might have been the fucking game. I got that one year. incorrect. Yeah. And it was just fucking awesome. I nailed it. I was happy. I couldn't really explain why because Grant was like, Oklahoma State beat them early in the year. And I was just like, Dave Aranda, bro. And <laughs> they won on what was one of the most ridiculous last second stands I've ever seen. They got them on the one yard line, four plays, stuffed them. Last play forces the running back out of bounds or really like a half inch short of the pylon. Uh, definitely the game of the day for sure compared to the rest of the games and probably one of the better games I've watched all year. In yeah, my opinion. Nah, it was, I mean, if you don't know by now, it came down to <laughs> literally like what were they on like the half yard line? <laughs> it came down to literal inches. Yeah, no. And they ran out just like a what was it, a jet sweep outside, right? Yeah, like outs like a sweep left. And I don't know if that guy was just gassed or what. He was definitely tired. They were yeah. the, like <laughs> He dove, man. It was like a, literally, it's a game of inches. Like he just couldn't make it to the pylon. I think I watched it back last night because I had to rewatch the highlights of that game. It looked like he almost tried to like banana curve his way around him, and it's almost like that's what fucked him because the way he went backwards. Like if he would have just kept going straight, maybe he gets those last inches. But who knows? I'm. I mean, I'm not a D1 running back. I can't attest to that. I'm have no clue what would have worked and what would have so yeah but. so with that win though uh baylor will go on to play Ole miss and that'll be a great game yeah um i i think i'm taking Ole miss in that one i don't know about you um i don't know man baylor's running hot Ole miss has been damn good all year though so we'll have to see smack yeah. last hoorah does he play Sure, he plays. Why? Why wouldn't he play? I mean, he's it's not that high... fucking. Yeah. I mean, he's a first on. round pick. God forbid. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, and uh, Oklahoma State is to play Notre Dame, which I think Notre Dame will definitely win that game. That'll also be a really good game. Yeah. They both hey, got I... slated up to play some good bowls. I was about to say those were the two fringe teams that we all thought could maybe sneak into the conf or into the uh, the playoff from conference championship weekend. So, them getting matched up is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss Baylor being the Sugar Bowl and uh, Notre Dame Oklahoma State being the Fiesta Bowl. Good games to look out for. Both New Year's Day Bowls. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But Not as exciting as the Texas Bowl that LSU was playing K-State in, but pretty almost up there. It's so good. It's not even – on New Year's Day, it's past New Year's. It's on January fourth, mm-hmm. on a on a Tuesday. Nailed it. Yep. All right. I'm gonna be uh, very drunk on that Tuesday. It's gonna be great. Um, can't wait. <laughs> um. So, 
as we said earlier, we both thought Oregon was going to win. They lost 38-10 to 10 to Utah. And God damn that Reddit user. I would have I promise you I would have bet Utah if I never saw that fucking Reddit post. Never in a million years. I'd be like, beat the shit out of him. No. So um yeah, uh not much else to say. Uh it wasn't even a close game at all. Like they beat him the whole time. It was on a Friday night, I think. It's like Cristobal had one foot out the door all fucking ready. Yeah. Uh so with that win, Utah gets to play Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, correct? What a, what a great fucking prize for them. Yeah. And they get their doors blown off by maybe the Heisman preseason Heisman frontrunner next year. Yeah, literally. And then uh, Oregon gets to play Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. It's funny because be, both both of these teams are just it's lost. It's going to be the interim coach bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you gamble on that game, God, please seek help because you're a true degenerate. Yeah, I, there's no telling. There's really yeah, no telling. Yeah, literally, it's going to be two offensive line coaches just fucking coaching against each other. <laughs> Who's got more grit? Actually, no, I think Bob Stoops is the goddamn interim for Oklahoma, which is just insane. <laughs> I think – no, I think what I heard the report was he left a like a round of golf mid-round when he heard of the Lincoln-Riley hire, like hauled ass to Norm. <laughs> like I've heard multiple different sources report this. And now he's the interim coach, which is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> That he money's is. on Oklahoma. Yeah, like God bless. <laughs> National championship winning coach right there. I don't know who the I, fuck Oregon's got queued up. That that <laughs> is going to be a fun game to watch. It's yeah. on <laughs> it's on a Wednesday night. <laughs> December 29th. I can't wait. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. All right. You want to talk about uh our big description or our fucking the issue we had last pod was Mims was very adamant that Michigan was going to kick Iowa and into the gonads and they're going to do it real nice and good. And I, on the other hand, I I just didn't agree with him. I, uh, I thought Iowa would pull one out for the, for the, the proud honkies that pull for them, such as me. And uh, it didn't happen. Mims was right. And I'm here to, even though, even though we never released that podcast, I'm here to, I'm here to say that I was wrong. And Michigan beat the absolute piss out of it. Was that 42 to three was a lot like the final 42 to three was indeed the final score. Yes. Yeah. I remember watching, I'm going to be keeping 100% honest with y'all. I did not finish watching that game. I flipped it over to the ACC championship a little bit, but Who's who, nobody blames you, man? Yeah, they. I saw it get to twenty-one-three, and I saw exactly what I anticipated with Iowa's boring ass offense, with literally every single statistic rated in the hundreds nationally. Like, no, they. It was just a putrid game to watch. Michigan uh, going into the playoff might be one of the hottest teams. I really, I mean, just riding a really big wave after that. Penn State, then Ohio State win. They go out and they blow the doors off Iowa, win the Big Ten championship. They're riding real hot. George's down in the dumps. 
after – I mean, I don't want to step on what we're about to talk on, but Georgia's down in the dumps after the game. They just got blown out by uh, – Let's, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, they, it's 41 to 24 Alabama. Yeah, so they lost – I mean, handily – They let you down, Mims. You were really devastated. Oh, no, I was not happy because I was telling – I'm keep it – let me let me keep it honest with you. I just move my mic way closer because I want to keep it honest with you all. I can't take this shit anymore. I can't fucking take it. If Alabama wins another national title, it really is going to be bad for my mental health. Like, I'm so over it. Like, just the monotony and the boringness of it all and the fact they're not grateful. Fuck them all. And I'm over it. I want Georgia. And Georgia hasn't won since 1981. You know how awesome it would be if Georgia won a national title? They would lose their goddamn minds. It's been 40 years. 40 years, man, since they've won a national title. It's been, like, 200 days since Alabama's won one. Like, come on, dude. Fuck them all, bro. We got Cincinnati in the playoffs. We should all be pulling for Cincinnati. I mean, I, that's the ideal scenario for me because I directly compete Well, LSU does with – I believe. I believe they can beat Alabama. I believe. I think they have certain matchups that – I won't say benefit them, but let me put it this way. And this sounds fucked up. The Mechie injury benefited them in a significant way because Cincinnati has one very good corner. His name's Sauce Gardner or Mod Sauce Gardner. And he's probably going to be a first-round pick. He's been one of the best corners the last – was one of the best corners last year and has continued that this season. And – him on Jamison Williams, probably going to be the Blitnikoff winner in Jamison Williams. He's going to be a hell of a matchup. And Desmond Ritter is as game as they come. I think he will really welcome that challenge of the Alabama defense. So, Dude, fuck yeah. I got Cincy winning. I already I, – I have it circled up here. Uh, as we all know, the playoff is Bama versus Cincy, who is the four. And then we got Michigan versus Georgia. And I have Cincy beating Bama because I'm a psychopath. And then I have uh, Georgia beating Michigan because I just don't see Georgia losing again. And I have Georgia beating Cincinnati. That is just maddening. Uh, for If I had to make a prediction, this is very early. I'm probably going to change it by the time it comes around. Um, I think – I mean, I just – Alabama is not losing to Cincinnati. As much as I would fucking love for it, and they're just not. Nick Saban is not going to look out at the Cincinnati Bearcats and be like, we're losing to them today. No. He's like, if we don't hang fucking 50 on them, I'm taking all your chargers. That's what he's telling all of them. And by that, I mean Dodge chargers, not phone chargers. But uh, basically, the other one is – or really the – Big thing there is that Alabama is just going to blow them up in the trenches. I don't think Cincinnati can handle them up front, and the overall depth just is going to wear them down over the course of the game. Game ends like 45 to like 28. You know what I'm saying? Similar to like the Georgia game. But not to backtrack a little bit, but the Georgia game to me, like Georgia was up 10 nothing. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think – and I correct me if I'm wrong or you believe differently – they just got popped in the mouth, and that hadn't happened to them all year, and they panicked. Like, they hit Jamison Williams on that deep post, got a quick touchdown, didn't score there, and Alabama was back on their ass. And then it's like they threw their one punch, and it didn't work, and they didn't know what to do from there. Uh, Yeah, uh, and I think that the 
took took that and le- learned from it. I think they'll win. I I, I don't think that Bama is going to beat them twice, especially not without Mechie. Yeah, but it's not like Mechie was the one that was busting their ass though. <laughs> I know, Williams. but like now that they now that they know who's busting their ass, I think that they'll double down on that guy and. It's not like their secondary has been tested, though, like Alabama tested. I, is their secondary game to hey, challenge? Hey, I don't know. They got to they gotta play Michigan. That is true. I mean, that's I, that was another game I want to talk about. I, that is a very fascinating game because if you look at the stats, these teams are so similar. It is uncanny. So total offense per game, Michigan 18th, Georgia 27th. Uh, Georgia, number one in points allowed per game, obviously. Michigan was fifth. And they were literally dead tied in total yards uh, allowed per game. They both have very similar ground attacks. They both rely on very physical defenses to grind you out. That is going to be a very fun throwback football game to watch as far as the playoff or as far as like viewership is concerned. I'm excited for it. I think go either way, personally. It'll be a good one. I'll, let me put it this way. I think Georgia will win, but I'd not be surprised in the slightest if Michigan won. I honestly think that Georgia's going to blow the doors off, but I'm always wrong, especially when it comes to college football. So it'll be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably go to seven overtimes now that you say that. I hope so. That'd be fucking awesome. It'd be good for the good for business. Yeah, when they go to that two-point conversion show where they just alternate that and they just – fucking rotate off halfback dives and sweep tosses and all that shit get stuffed it'll be great Mm. Um, can't wait yeah no this is gonna be an interesting playoff and since he finally gets in and they get thrown into the dogs for sure yeah here's your prize yeah congrats but they want it i think they're ready for it i don't know we'll see man uh bama looked good against georgia (laughs) So. Fuck yeah! They played the perfect game. Bryce Young did right, not get yeah. sacked. He didn't turn the ball over. He had that one fumble, but he got the goddamn ball back. No, Bryce Young looks around like him. a problem. Yeah, no. Uh, I think in all reality, Bama probably does pull that out. But I'm picking Cincy because, like I said, I'm a psychopath. All as right. much as I would love Cincy to win, they don't. But um, all right. I lost, I lost it. Excuse me. That's okay. Uh, you let's go over. Uh, yeah, since he obviously beat Houston, uh, I expected that to be a good game, and it was. Um, came down to a fourth quarter, and since he had bigger balls, um, they won 35 to 20. Not much else to say about it. Uh, and they were rewarded with the playoff spot, so congratulations. Um, and the last game that we needed to touch oh, on. Oh, real quick, before we move past Cincinnati, and this is more at Kirk Herbstreit. So, Kirk, I know you're listening. Uh, you motherfucker, you in this goddamn Twitter rant you went on today talking and all this yelling at all these small schools about how they bitch about not getting the playoff because they say it's quote-unquote rigged and they don't get in. He's like, well, you finally got in. Look, it's not rigged. Well, Cincinnati had to go, I believe, like 25 and one over 26 games yeah, just to get the yeah. four spot. And their one loss last fucking year was to Georgia, who's the three team this year. And the only reason they got in, and I firmly believe this, 
Oklahoma State lost. If they would have beat Baylor, I think they would have got in. And the other reason is that Notre Dame doesn't have a fucking coach. And the, and the only other reason is that since they had already beaten Notre Dame earlier this year and it looked really fucked up, they'd put Notre Dame over them. A lot so, of convenient reasons, but nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, at the end of the day, they just need to expand the shit. I mean, it's simple. Yeah. It Everybody's least- happy. It's more money for them. It's more football for the fans and everybody gets and everybody gets a chance like what the fuck are we doing here yeah it should be at least eight teams i've yes. always said it should be six but eight teams is very solid if not 12 like they were proposing earlier yeah whatever um, dude like literally whatever just expand it four is not enough clearly it's not enough oh yeah no i mean you don't think like for example and upsets we did, happen exactly like let me look up who are the top like it would be awesome no, no, I think it'd be tremendous. Um, like, if we looked at the rankings right now and we did a top eight, we would have – let me find it right here. Jesus. This video is ridiculous. All right, it's, it's uh, Bama, uh, Michigan. Yeah, here we go. Georgia. So we, we would have Bama versus Ole Miss, which we've already seen. Michigan versus Baylor. Georgia versus Ohio State. And Cincy versus Notre Dame. Awesome rematches that we've already had in Bama, Ole Miss, and Cincy, Notre Dame. But I'm sure the committee would probably just flip a couple of fucking round. <clears throat> no, and then they'd do Cincinnati versus Ohio State and probably Notre Dame versus Georgia. And they'd probably fuck around and put Michigan one just because they're ridiculous. But it would be awesome. 18 playoff all the way. Yeah, um, and then the last game we needed to talk about was Pitt, Wake. Uh, Kenny Pickett played like a Heisman. Yeah, you put up 45 points. Um, yeah, fake slide was super sick. 45-21, good win for Pitt. Uh, Pickett's draft stock just continues to arise as, as the man keeps playing football games. Is he the number one quarterback in this upcoming draft? I would say so. I don't yeah. think that yeah, only ner- nerdy draft at nerdy draft analyst would. Yeah, I mean, he just like the eye test. He just fucking looks like a like it's the like, guy. <laughs> it's either him or Howell, right, or Corral, maybe. Yeah, Corral, I don't know. I don't know how Howell. I feel. I like Howell more than I like Corral. Honestly, I don't know why. I just looked at the. Uh, I'm literally looking at it right now. Is the PFF. 2022 mock draft they have the first quarterback being Kenny Pickett so they agree there so and then the second being Matt Corral who's third I saw I only guess these are only the first 10 picks they Uh, have Kenny Pickett going to Houston and they have Matt Corral going to Carolina which would be hilarious because I mean they just fired their offensive coordinator man I mean, it would make sense, but it's just like how many quarterbacks and like within how many seasons, like three, or you, do you need four? Darnold, Newton, Corral. Yeah. Be, if they get Corral. I mean, at this point, like they should have just drafted a fucking quarterback last year, maybe. Yeah, I don't but, know why they didn't. <laughs> I just, yeah. JC like, Horn was a weird pick. <laughs> I mean, especially since you go out and you get Stefan Gilman. I granted, I know you did that because of injury. They, but they, like, they must Justin have fired Fields Joe Brady there. because he must have been the one like 
saying Sam Darnold's our guy. Like, we don't need to draft a quarterback. I really hope not because that would be a poor judgment call on Joe Brady's part. I don't know. I'm speculating here. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's that's a weird – it's weird to do that in the middle of the season. But I heard Matt Rule and him were just not getting along real well. (laughs) I feel like Matt Rule micromanages real hard. I'm sure. He looks like that kind of coach. His days are numbered in the NFL. I think he'll be back in college real soon. Wouldn't be the first time this happened to somebody. It's okay. Oh, no. Chip Kelly, Spurrier, hell, even Nick Saban. (laughs) Even Nick Saban. All right, what's next, Mims? Um, I mean, we've got – speaking of playoffs, it's getting around that time for the NFL, man. It is. So, uh, we've had some pretty slobber knockerish games coming in that meant, had a lot of value as far as playoff seedings and uh, rankings. Are not really rankings, but you know, just as far as standings in the NFL and their respective conferences. So we took the liberty to uh, make our own power rankings as we see fit. I so, have fifteen. Mims has yeah. the whole the whole nine. The Mims has them all for you. Yeah, I do. Now, granted, I'm going to keep it honest with y'all. I forgot about two teams. Like, I just forgot to write them down, and they're way lower than they should be. So, I'll tell you where they are, and I'll tell you the range where they really should be when we get to them. So, don't freak out. And I just want to say that me and Mims do not have the same football opinion, especially when it comes to NFL. Uh, So, a lot – I mean, I have, I only took the time to write 15 down because I'm a lazy bastard. And I don't care about the bottom 15 because my team's not there. So, uh, yeah. I just wanna, spoiler I, alert. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, they sure are. Um, I just want to say – I just want to take the time to say that Mims' list and is completely different than mine. I had nothing to do with any of his rankings. So, from – 16 down that's all mims i don't i don't have no say in that but 15 up i will i will jump in and give my give my takes here i'll start from 32 the obvious ones yeah let's go to the bottom down yeah up shall we all right so i got detroit at 32 duh congrats on y'all's first win though that was pretty sick i was happy for dan campbell no, like, actually, I was super happy for him because I know he's such a football world guy. was happy. We were all pulling for Detroit. I was about to say, he's such a football guy, and he was so goddamn down in the dumps. Like, I was so happy they finally won one. But, yeah, no, you're still the fucking worst team in the NFL, bro. O- or 1-10-1 is pretty trash. So uh, Moving in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, you're, I say, hard, you're hard to go lower than that. So, after they're ahead of them, I got Houston. Again, just another down in the dumps team that I really—they don't know what direction they're going in at all. Uh, Absolutely not. Terrible like, franchise. Yeah, I was about to say their quarterback is, or I mean, that former ex quarterback, whatever the hell Deshaun Watson is, uh, fucking despondent employee. Uh, fucking literally is still having his legal issues. The so Ben we'll, Simmons yeah. of football. Yeah, pretty much, but he's got legal troubles, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, Houston, you're the second-worst team in the NFL. Congratulations. Uh, following them – or ahead of them, excuse me. I got the Jets, and the only reason they're ahead of Houston is because they at least have a quarterback, even as shitty as he is. They have one. <laughs> I, mean, I, d- I disagree. I mean, they don't, but, like, at least, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I put, I put Jets. They're trying to rebuild. 
I have Jacksonville slightly ahead of them just because wow. I think Trevor Lawrence is better than Zach Wilson. And I think Urban Meyer is gone, like, by the end of the season, dude. I don't dude, their front good. office is incompetent. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're just getting – they're just from – their peak is mediocre, like, literally. I'm telling you. There's no oh, hope. Yeah. There's literally no hope. They're going to have to relocate or something. They're going to have to get under new – a new – what's the word? Leadership, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But go on, go on. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. So I got Jacksonville at 29 here just because I think just the young core they have somewhat gives them a little bit of a boost. Like they'll somewhat develop, hopefully, under Urban Meyer. Probably not. Right. Yeah. I about to say we got a couple off here Uh, following this. Now, this is one of the teams I forgot, but the more I thought about it, they're kind of in this range anyways, just with how their season's kind of turned out and how how it's going right now. Uh. And power rankings, by the way, I was viewing that more on momentum and, like, how their season's going and how I outlook them. So, I have the Panthers here at 28. Now, granted, they could be anywhere up to, like, 25, like I said, maybe ahead of where I have some of these teams, and you'll kind of see what I mean when I get there. But you just fired a coordinator. You don't the really have the a quarterback. I'm say, you don't really have a quarterback. You've been riddled with injuries all year. Christian McCaffrey's out. DJ Moore's been hurt. Like the first-round I mean, pick's out. Yeah, like you've had problems all year. You started off red hot. Signed Stefan Gilmore, traded for Stefan Gilmore for a sack of rocks. Good job. Yeah, and C.J. Henderson, who, I mean, granted, how you feel about him was a former first-round pick. And was, I think is a solid NFL corner. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, I say. Yeah. I, say, I don't be think mad he's about a, that. No, no. I, say, I don't think he's a minus on your football team. Absolutely not. Here. So you've made some smart moves, but just overall, not really – cashing out here and the bit the quarterback thing is a big thing like not having Donald and bringing back cam but cam so like whatever the hell because he doesn't know the offense is a real odd thing to do but it's that's why you're down here this low and this brings me to my next team which probably should be up here near about the mm, maybe in like the 18-ish range, 18 to 20, uh, is the 49ers. I just forgot Jeez about Christ. them. I just forgot about them, dude. Like, I, I was writing them all down. It's criminally just, low. No shit. That's what I'm saying. They should be up there. I just was writing, and I forgot to put them down. Like, I would – like, I'm saying I have them, like, ideally ranked. All right. Like well, then let's 20. just skip over that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll say where they should go. But, yeah, I just forgot to write it down. So, like I said, you'll hear. So, really where that should be is Chicago. Chicago at 27. There you go. The Bears are – like, I just forgot, dude. I'm sorry. I was no, 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 but uh, that, no, that's correct. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I got Chicago down there. Yeah, so, I mean, Fields, I thought he's going to be really good. I think he is good. I think Nagy just sucks, personally. I think Matt yeah. Nagy just sucks. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, exactly. And, and if your head coach sucks, you can only do so fucking much. It honestly makes me respect the hell out of Mitch Trubisky so fucking much because he got them to the playoffs. So like, he's just chilling in Buffalo right now. Yeah, like maybe Mitch, maybe Mitch Trubisky is an ass. Like, has anybody thought about that? Like, maybe he's not great. Maybe, but maybe like you know what, Carolina Panthers. Maybe you should give Buffalo a call. I, How about that? Well, like, no, I know that he signed on a one-year deal, and it was kind of like a transit, like. 
were they were willing to house him for a one year transition to like learn and also like back up Josh Allen if anything happened to him. But he's gonna be a free agent this year. I know that for a fact. Like I remember him signing there and wondering what the fuck he was doing signing with to uh, back up a young guy like Josh Allen. But yeah, no, look for him to get a chance somewhere. I don't know where, but just look out. I for mean, it. hell, the fucking Saints might give him a shot. Oh, I hope goodness, not. I like Jameis, but goodness, God goodness. knows. Yeah, no, but I think so. The Bears just, yeah, no, no further explanation. Just overall, just shit year. Your coach sucks. Figure it out. Twenty-seven. Following or ahead of them, I have the New York Football Giants. Uh <laughs> Saquon's been hurt all year. It's New Jersey. Same difference. You know what I mean. Saquon's been hurt all year, which really just begs the question. What's new? Yeah, I'm about to say, why the hell would you draft a running back number two overall? I don't care how good he is. I mean, I get it, the appeal and all that, but no. Just no. Like, Lamar Jackson was taken in the same fucking draft. I get he went 32nd and not second, but, like, you know what I'm saying? If I went back and looked at that draft, I'm sure there are plenty of players that went right after him that definitely – May have held more value and possibly could have gotten another running back later on that could have serviced them. But I digress. Uh, Giants, y'all overall just don't know what the fuck you're doing. Daniel Jones sucks. Uh, And, yeah, that's that. Following or ahead of them, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, They probably would be higher, but Russ has been hurt all year. Geno Smith went like 0-3 this whole time he was there. Right. So, just kind of has them down low. Uh, ahead of them, I got my New Orleans Saints at 24. Probably a little they, high. Yeah, the I mean, obviously, Homer bias kicked in a little bit. But my ba- we beat the Saints is the only reason I have them ahead of them. You beat the Saints? Or, bit, excuse me, beat Seattle. I was looking at the Saints on my, like, paper. No, I think that's about the right range. I think that's yeah. fair. That's fair. 20, yeah, 24. Like, we're not a good team, but I think out of the bad teams, like, we are definitely the best of the bad teams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, I mean, we were – with Jameis Winston, we were 5-2, and two, and just since then we haven't lost – or haven't won, so. <laughs> fair enough, um, fair enough. But, yeah, no. Injury riddled. I mean, Taysom Hill's fucking hurt now, too. So, we literally don't have a I, – I don't know what the hell we're about to do. Uh, Trevor Simeon, I guess, is back. But just kind of ready for the season to be over. And uh, maybe we'll draft a quarterback. That'll be cool. Be sick if we got Matt Corral. But we'll a, find out. It's a big question mark for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you, I think your guy's best bet is to just fucking suck next year or next – Within the next couple of years, and just maybe get a guy like Arch Manning or Walker Howard. Yeah, let's just look five years out into the future. High school fucking seniors. It's right the now. smart thing to do. No, no, it is not. I'm all for that. I'm all for like projectile taking. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we're gonna be mediocre this year, and next year we're gonna be a little bit worse. Get some O linemen for our guy. Let him develop. And then, by then, he'll be out. He'll be out and ready, and you'll have the n- number one overall pick. So you'll be ready to tank. Yeah, no, that's just madness. That is just absolute madness. I you sound that- like the Jag. You sound like the Jaguars <laughs> right now. 
<laughs> no, the Jaguars literally are just incompetent. Like, no, they're they, no. No, you're no. the Dolphins. They like traded Minka Fitzpatrick like a year ahead of time because they're like, we're gonna get Tua next year, and you're like, huh? They exit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, but just don't do that. Do that, but don't do that for Tua. Makes yeah. sense. They're like Manning. They did that for Tua when the Joe name Brown holds value. The kid's not even in college yet. Just but he will be soon. He will be soon. Oh, All right. So speaking, uh, of, speaking of Mannings, we move on from New Orleans, as Arch wish he could, to Atlanta, who I have ranked ahead of New Orleans, which pains me like hell. But they've just – they got the better record. They, by some – they, like, literally are somewhat in kind of in the playoff race, like, statistically. Like, they won't make it, but, like, they're not ruled out. They can make it, like, reasonably. Uh. But, yeah, no, they're really just the same team they've been the last three years. Just a very mediocre football team that throws the ball way too much and has no defense. So, yeah. Moving on from there, I got Philadelphia. Now, Philly's pretty good. I got them rated a little bit lower just because the team's ahead of them, I think. What number are we here? This is at 21. Okay, okay. Continue. So I got Philly here. Uh, the only reason I might have them a little low right now is because Jalen Hurts is ironically hurt. I didn't mean to say it like that, but yeah, he is. So Gardner Minshew came in. He looked fantastic. Actually, Fucking no kidding. Fantastic. Yeah, so – but just the fact you're starting quarterbacks hurt, I got to dock you some points there. But ahead of them, I got the Washington football teams. They have been winning games somehow the last few weeks, even with Chase Young out. She's been eking them out one by one, got them in the playoff race again. Taylor Heineke just winning close games. Too low. You think that's too low? Too low. I don't know, man. Some of the teams I got ranked ahead of them, I think, should be ahead of them. I can't wait to hear your top 15. My top 15? We'll alternate once we get to 15. I'll let you know when I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Okay, so at 19, I got Minnesota, the Vikings. Now, they just lost to fucking the Lions, but they've played them close both times. I think that's just a matchup thing. And I also think – I don't know if Kirk Cousins are bad, is, like, bad or Mike Zimmer's bad. Kirk Cousins is not is it? good. I don't, I'm not saying – I'm not giving Mike Zimmer any credit now. Don't get me wrong, but I think Kirk Cousins' their days so- are beyond him. I think that's very clear. Like, if, if you watch the games, like, he makes plays every like, – you can't rely on Kirk Cousins worth a damn, like, at all. Like, that's not a guy you want as your starter, like, at all. Especially if you're the Vikings with so much young talent. Because, yeah, Dalvin Cook, Thielen, I mean, he's not young. He's a damn good receiver. Justin yeah. Jefferson, <laughs> K.J. Osborne has come on this year. I mean, Alexander Madison's a damn good secondary back. As far as I'm concerned, they don't have a terrible line at all. Like, and their defense isn't isn't good, it's like but it's not bad. It's average, not bad. Yeah. yeah, like there's something to there's something to work with there. You know, you should be wild card fighting every year. For, at least, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they, they, Aaron Rodgers exists. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, you tell yeah. me, 
compete with them somewhat, like a game behind them, maybe. Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think it, the answer is probably both. But uh, yeah, no, Kirk Cousins' days are beyond him, I'd say. Uh, that's a fair assessment. I just kind of – it's watching the game, it's hard to tell which one it is, if it's the play calling or if it's just – I don't know. Definitely but both. For that reason, I got them ranked towards the bottom third of the league. But uh, ahead of them, I got Miami, who has been red fucking hot. Um, probably, probably could go up two spots, honestly, not looking at it. But uh, they've won – they were like one and seven, and now they're six and seven since Tua came back. Or one mm-hmm. five trades since Tua came back. And it's not like he's playing – like putting up video game numbers, but he's super efficient. He does, hasn't really been turning the ball over, which was a big thing with him last year and that people were really concerned about. So he's just been much – been taking care of the ball a whole lot better. And they've been red hot. And I think they continue that streak going into it. But coming up here – or actually, I got to forget. I got to slide all these one back. So this is actually 18 right here. All these other ones were one spot back. So 18 actually is Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders for me. Uh, they started off really well. Then John Gruden sit, sent some racist emails, and here they are. So, yeah, you got an interim coach, and you don't really know what the fuck you're doing. Congrats. And 17, I got the Cleveland Browns. Way too uh, high. You think that's too high? Oh, yeah. I think just the talent on their team is what has me, like, putting them that high. But they are just, That's like, totally fair. That's totally fair. I think it's just overall, like, I don't – is their coach? I, I like their coach. I think offensively, I like what they do. It's just Baker. He's not a coordinator. It. He's not a head coach. Yeah, but like offensively, they do what they need. Like he's making the offense work, which is the big thing. But I think Baker's holding it back a little bit. Not to say uh, Baker's bad. Yeah, but Baker is not what Cleveland thinks he is. He's like a little Kirk Cousins. Can't rely yeah, on like, him. He's literally Kirk Cousins. Like so, like a mobile Kirk Cousins. He runs a little bit. That's about it. And he's in Hulu commercials. Yeah, a lot in uh, Allstate. I think I saw the other day. Not important at all. Fuck Baker Mayfield. Continue. <laughs> all right. So this is probably where, sixteen is probably where I put uh, San Francisco 49ers right here. About average. But um, they've just kind of. I don't know. They've Kyle Shanahan gets this boy genius tag, and then his team's always like five hundred. So I don't know how the fuck to. Feel he hasn't about found his quarterback. Okay, dude, but he's had like five years to find a quarterback. Like if Jimmy G ain't, I mean, he is a defense guy ago. too. Like and, and Shanahan, Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons the year they lost that Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Excuse me. I was about to say he was like boy genius over there with Sean McVay and fucking well, all I, these other. Young I think guys. Jimmy G was just like a budget guy they could get. And I mean, he did. And they paid his for, ass. But he, but he, he brought him to a Super Bowl. They paid him before he brought him to a Super Bowl. Did they? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm. I'm positive. There was. I'm pretty sure there was a point in time where Jimmy Garoppolo may have been one of the highest paid quarterbacks of all time. That's that's funny. Anyways, uh, okay, you're at 16. Who is 15? 15. I got the Denver 
Broncos. Why? Why? Uh, they've just been overall average football team all year. They're steady. They kind of lose. <laughs> they beat the team. That's like in 15, like here's my thought process. They've really beaten all the teams that are below them. Well, actually they haven't. They've been weird. They've beaten all the teams ahead of them and lost to the teams below them. So it's kind of hard for me to get a gauge on them. So I figured somewhere around league average is where they're at because they went and tore the shit up out of the goddamn Cowboys. And then they go and lose to teams like, who was it? I mean, they just lose dumb games and then beat good teams. So I figured somewhere around that average range but towards the higher end is where they should be. But I couldn't justify putting them ahead of teams that I got ahead of them. So, But I do think they're better than teams like San Francisco and Cleveland and Vegas. I have Miami here. I think they're better than Denver. Uh, they've been hot. They're, they've shown consistency, which I can appreciate in this league. Um, they've won big games. Uh, they have Miami has wins against big names like uh, I don't know the Patriots. Um, you literally talk all the time that that was a fluke week one win. It was a fluke week one win, but they came to play football, and you got to respect that. And after that, they really went on like a terrible losing streak, but they did lose their quarterback. And I don't think they were prepared for that at all. Um, but since – I mean, since he's come back, like Mims was saying, they've been on a tirade. They beat the Ravens. Um, they beat the Panthers in a not close one, excuse me, Uh and they got the Jets this week. So, I mean, that's probably going to continue. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just think that uh, I like Brian Flores uh, a lot. So, I mean, it's a Bill Belichick disciple. I may be a little biased, but I like what he's done with the – because, I he's mean, got you got to think – Yeah, you got to think, like, when he inherited Miami, it was a shit show. Like, it, they were – they would have, like – they were bottom, bottom of the league. Like, they were terrible. Like, they were down and there. Just the traded Minka and just traded Minka Fitzpatrick. They just traded Tannehill and Landry because Adam Gase is a dickhead and couldn't deal with all these players. Yeah, they blew it up. They blew it yeah. up. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's why I have them up here. And that might be a little too high, but that's my reason. I mean, I, riding that momentum, I understand. Like I said, really, with the, a lot of these teams, I could see moving them up two or three spots from where they are down two or three spots. This is like more or less like the NFL to me is more in tiers, but we can't do a tier list because that's whack. So I did numbers in a power ranking, but yeah. <laughs> so you got a 14. At 14, I have Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah, their defense is just good. They won that game over the Ravens. Uh, they could sneak into the wild card spot. I don't know if they will, but they could. Uh, wow. Okay. I have San Francisco here. Uh, and here's why. I'll tell you why. Uh, San Francisco has so much potential on their team. They're a great defense. They're six and six right now. As of today, they make the playoffs actually. Um, so there's that. They're actually in the playoffs as we speak. Uh, they're really like, I just feel like they're a quarterback away from like a consistent quarterback away from like just being like a, a, a really problematic team in the NFC. 
Um, Debo Samuel has really broke out this season. They have a but, stud. Uh, I think team like teams like San Francisco and the Patriots have shown that you don't need necessarily need one glamorous running back. It's okay to have a bunch of guys to split carries with. Like it works, and that's exactly what they have. They have a bunch of competent good running backs back there um running like, backs that complement each other like yeah exactly like downhill runner they have, have yeah guy can go out and catch third passes. down backs yeah. yeah end zone guys yeah exactly um but yeah i like what they have going like just as a team i just like i don't know it, it, it's just a pretty football team to me and it it just feels like there's some there's a little something that's just they're missing but Six and six isn't bad. Yeah, I think quarterback really is. Like, I'm looking. Maybe you should I, help on the back end of the secondary, but like that's it. I don't. I, I don't hate Trey Lance at all. I think he could be really good. Um, I think he just hasn't played football in like three years. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're coming off a terrible loss to Seattle, <laughs> but Russ kind of did uh, turn it on last week, which was fun to see. It's hard to judge that like teams losing to Seattle now because their record is so bad, but they didn't have Russell Wilson. <laughs> they're at, I, I'm gonna skip you on this one because I just realized they're playing my number 13 team, Cincinnati, next week. And the line is set at one, which I think is funny. It's just like Vegas agrees that these are yeah, exactly. Like these teams are right next to each other. Um, and I think I would have had Cincy a lot higher if I didn't watch them play football <laughs> this week. Uh I they think, just look so like up and down. They're in, yeah, they're really inconsistent, and um, they have a turnover problem, and it's not necessarily Joe Burrow's fault completely. Like he does throw some questionable passes every now and then, but like this past week, Jamar Chase literally handed a fucking DB the ball, and, and then a tackle got blown up, and the guy took the ball out of his hand basically when he was drawing the ball back. Right, like, right, and. I don't even think that this team has – I mean, I think that's just guys being young and that that will those issues will resolve themselves over time. They just got to – you know, they're young. It, but where the problems really lie – they don't have DBs, dude. Like, they – and I, that, oh, that really, yeah. really Mike showed, Williams was dicking them. And yeah, there was no, a Jalen Guyton. <laughs> I was about to say, like, that really showed when you get – when you play a good quarterback like Justin Herbert, like, they got exposed. And it was very, very apparent to me that they, they, they have no business, like, even being in talks about, like, Super Bowl contention or whatever. And I know they're not, but, like, they, they need, need to address the, the DB. Yeah, it, exactly. And I, I think that's – they say – they sit pretty at 13. They, they, they're notoriously horrible. Like they've never been great ever in the history of football, but I think they're on the, they're in the right direction to be on the maybe top 10 here in a couple of years. I think the Bengals are really well equipped to handle the quarterbacks in their division being Lamar Jackson, who has had a hard time stretching the ball down the field in his career. Ben Roethlisberger, who has a dead arm, and Baker Mayfield, who's the most inconsistent quarterback of all time. That works in the AFC North. But when you're playing and you get in the playoffs and you're playing teams like Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes who are going to stretch the field, especially when they have weapons like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams or Patrick Mahomes' case, Tyreek Hill, you're going to have problems. And, yeah, like you said, you can't take them seriously in the playoffs if that's the the defense they're going to field. Definitely going to need some help in the back end. I don't know who's going to be a free agent or who could be possibly traded for as far as cornerbacks, but 
they need to be looking there for sure. But at 13, I got the Indianapolis Colts. They are just an all-around good football team. Mm-hmm. They've started off a little slow, but they've really come on strong here. Jonathan Taylor is a fucking monster. Carson Wentz is probably playing his best ball since the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and he got hurt, which knock on wood doesn't happen to him again. Granted, it's not eye-popping stats, but he's been efficient. Being under Frank Reich, that was his offensive coordinator that year, so that's another thing. It's really helped him out. And the emergence of Jonathan Taylor, that offensive line who keeps him upright, because that's something he didn't really have in Philly. Like his offensive line was always banged up. He was getting beat up and that doesn't happen (laughs) in Indianapolis. So I think I really like them in this range. I could see them definitely moving up as the season goes on for sure. Who you got at 12? At 12, I have your 13. I got the Cincinnati Bengals, but we just went over them, so I won't delve too deep. Uh, They were definitely probably a little higher before this week, before they got their asses drubbed by the Chargers. That was sick. But uh, they've looked pretty good coming off the bye week before that game. Their defense actually looked really damn good against teams like uh, Las Vegas and Pittsburgh. But not too good against uh, L.A., like Grant said, the teams just stretch them out downfield. There's no one really have an answer for it. And they need to address the turnover problem. Four turnovers is not going to win you big football games at all. Yeah, I was uh, chuckling because I'm not going to lie. I switched these two. I, I have Indy at 12. So we literally have these swap. But I originally had Cincinnati at 12. And I switched the two right before we started just because I thought about the game this weekend, (laughs) Cincinnati's (laughs) game. So yeah, I have a Indy here at 12 just because I think they're more of a ready in it. Like I think they do better if you plopped them in the playoffs right now than Cincinnati would. Yeah. They're like a ready-made playoff team. The Bengals are more of like a long haul. This team is ready to be like right now. And I think that uh, like Mims has said, they've really turned it on in the back half. Uh, They started out really terribly and uh, Carson Wentz has really turned it on. Uh, Jonathan Taylor playing like the best back in football. Uh, And yeah, I just think, uh, I mean, take away a couple of early losses off their schedule. I think that they're in, talks to maybe compete for an AFC championship. I don't know. But, no, for the time being, they're down here at 12. But definitely, definitely have the roster to do it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, he got at 11. At 11, I got a team that just beat Cincinnati. I got LA. got the Chargers. Uh, they've looked – been kind of up and down all year. First-year head coach Brandon Staley is the only first-year head coach over 500. Granted, he definitely took over the best position – having uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert from last year. And pretty, pretty much looks like a future pro bowler, does he not? I mean, he's fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he's about to say that kid is so good. Now, granted, I'm still a Joe Burrow guy. I think Joe Burrow is uh, a little bit better. But I definitely – Herbert is the fucking truth. And that offense is humming. If that defense can just be somewhat consistent and hold teams down, they're definitely – I won't say a legitimate playoff threat, but look for them to maybe spring an upset in like the wild card spot. Like if they get matched up with one of these top teams that I'm talking about here, I think that would definitely be the most annoying wild card team you could draw. Absolutely. I think 
they're definitely a way better team than their record shows. Exactly. Uh, and they've struggled with injury and they're starting to get guys back. Um, I think a completely healthy charger team is very dangerous and I have them <laughs> a, a little higher than you uh, at 11. I have Dallas and I know they're, they're a lock to make the playoffs and that's, Literally because they're in a terrible division. I'm about to say that's a result of their division. Yeah, and their success. And don't get me wrong, they have looked good it, it, at times during the season, but I cannot, I cannot for the life of me take a team coached by Mike McCarthy seriously at all. And it's it and me having them this low is not me being a Dallas hater. I do not. I I, I do hate Dallas, but with that, I mean that has nothing to do with like. I don't think Dak Prescott is as good as people project him to be. I think that he has had great seasons and he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's a guy that's going to take you to a Super Bowl. And I think the quicker they realize that and move on from him, as crazy as that it might sound, I, and he hasn't really given them a reason to move on. So I get, I, I, I'm just project, I'm projecting a little bit, but I think, I really think that like they'd be better off. First of all, or last of all, I'll, I'll just in saying this: the best thing that could happen to the Cowboys is if Jared just walked away. You know, like he he oh, runs yeah. the show over there. He's made like he basically makes all the picks as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's there on draft night every every year. Um, I mean, he's the GM and owner, so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and that's concerning. (laughs) Yeah, but I say he's literally a tyrant. Like he he is in charge of everything. Being a head coach there must be hell. Yeah, and I don't think Mike McCarthy cares. That's the thing. Like I just think he's there for the check. And I mean, he's got a pretty sweet roster to run, so it's not like he's getting a shit gig. I think I I think they have the pieces and the roster to be great and they probably talent wise are better than where I have them. But I mean, like I said, I can't take them seriously whatsoever. So they're at 11 for me. Who you got a 10 uh, the team. We just talked about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. But I said, we're like one off on all of these, but yeah, no, uh, we just talked about them. So I'm just going to talk about Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is fucking awesome. In case y'all didn't know, I think he has so like 11 good. sacks on the season. He's in and talks I saw a for quote from, defensive player of the year. Yeah, I was about to say, I saw a quote earlier from PFF, like forget defensive rookie of the year. This kid could be defensive player of the year. And I, I don't see an argument like that. That kid is something special. He was playing middle linebacker to start the season. and was balling the fuck out there. Right. And they're like, no, we need you on the edge. And now he's like what fourth in the league in sacks with like eleven, like I said. No, he's like, ridiculous. He could play many places on the. Field. I, he could play anywhere on the front seven. I honestly got think he could play fucking safety if they wanted to. Like I don't, I think don't think there's not a spot on defense he couldn't play. Genuinely, maybe not corner, but like anywhere in that front seven for fucking sure. I think he could ha- handle himself. That guy is a perennial. All pro for the next, and I yeah, decade. and I he's gonna spend his entire fucking career in Dallas, and it makes me sick. Yeah, it does make me sick, but that guy is gonna be an all pro linebacker, all pro football player for the next ten years. Yeah, no, he's, he's a healthy. problem. He's a problem. Right, so yeah, I just I I use my time to I yielded that time to gush about Micah Parsons because he's fucking amazing. Rightfully also, so. Also, if they want to be successful. Ezekiel Elliott's got to get the ball rolling. Uh, 
they were averaging 123 yards rushing per game whenever they were really hooping at the beginning of the season, and they're down to 90 yards per game these last few weeks. Uh, and that's just been the heart and soul of the Cowboys for, like, ever that they've been a running team. Granted, obviously, they throw the ball a lot now, but they've just got to be more balanced, especially when you're paying Zeke Elliott that much money. And, like, if you're paying him that much money, Tony Pollard's awesome. Can some team please free him so he can get more burn? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um, all right, so at 10, I have Buffalo. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, Buffalo is – they're a damn good football team. They're very complete. Not so much on the O-line, but they are a good team. Uh, the reason I have – good defense. Th- Even with Trey th- White out. The reason I have them so low is because any team that can beat uh, – any professional football team that can beat another professional football team only passing the ball three times. And there was no secret – like look at the formations we were in. There was no secret as to what we were about to do. We there we did not try to hide the fact that we were going to run every fucking play and we beat them. Ran it like 40 times for like 200 something yards. Like we beat them on both sides of the ball. And I know that we're really fucking good too. But like the fact that you can't adjust to like, a, they didn't even make us throw. Like we really Y'all were more equipped to run the ball than they were, and that's I'm not like excusing their defense. Nonetheless, as far like as y'all winning the game, stop like, us. Oh yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think their front and, seven is and and they have a really, really, really ugly loss to Jacksonville, which is yeah, like that just like does not sit well in my mouth. Like I did, I I don't know what it is. I I just I, there's just something wrong there, and I I can't. I can't have them higher than the teams I have ahead of them. As it far seems as like we're getting the Josh Allen from two years ago more than we were from last year, which is kind of what I expected to be honest. It's not like he's been bad, but he's just been inconsistent up and down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just it's just Buffalo, dude. Like it's Buffalo. That's all I can say. So they're 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 at ten for me, probably criminally underrated, but. The teams I have ahead, they've just shown me more. And I know I have some other teams that I've criminally underrated too, but we'll get to them. Who you got, got it? Who you got at nine? At nine, I've got the Tennessee Titans. Uh, you'd probably be higher, but Derrick Henry's out. That's your whole offense. You've really kind of been banged up most of the year. And you're red hot for a while, but now you're starting to cool off. So I've got you down here at nine. Um, they'll probably still win their conference. Or not, excuse me, not conference division. But as far as playoff noise, I, I see a first-round exit, to be honest. You know what I mean? Do you, do you disagree? We got them one off here. I'll get to Tennessee. Um, I'll tell you what I think about them, actually, right now. We'll just skip that. I have them at eight. Uh, we'll get to my nine in a second. Uh, I just wanted to point out that Tennessee is like the most injury depleted team in football right now, like by far. They've been struggling with that all season beyond Derrick Henry. Like 
everywhere. They've been depleted everywhere. And they're still competing with teams. Like, it, it, they're still playing in close games. I don't buy into Ryan Tannehill whatsoever. I think they need to move on from that guy. But as far as just complete football teams go, I think Tennessee is very much so there. And if they can get healthy and stay healthy, they're definitely a huge threat in the AFC, a team I don't want to play. But uh, at nine, I have the Chargers. Uh, I have them high because I have Buffalo at 10. They're one game off of Buffalo, and I think they're a better team than Buffalo. Um, I think they have better we- – not they have more weapons than Buffalo. They have a better running back, and they probably have a deeper receiving core. They don't have the best weapon, but, yeah, they probably have more weapons. Yeah, yeah. And um, defensively, they're probably not all there, but – the Chargers are really young and they have a new head coach who really hasn't looked all that bad. And I, I think he's just, you know, learning Getting the ranks and whatnot. Wet. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they I mean, Justin Herbert really is the truth. And speaking on you liking Burrow better, I think I probably will take Burrow in the long run, but I mean, I, I don't think anyone can argue that Justin Herbert's, playing better now i think he walked into a better situation in fairness that too that too that too for sure uh but yeah i have i have the chargers at nine so who you got at eight eight i got buffalo uh i just got them ahead of tennessee i know tennessee won but tennessee beat them with derrick henry so that's really the only reason i got them flip-flopped and i think buffalo just is more equipped to do make a playoff run than Tennessee is right now. Granted, they've been inconsistent, but if they can turn it on, like I said, they're more equipped and just a better modern-day football team to make some noise in the playoffs, in my opinion. Fair enough. Just a better quarterback, especially with Derrick Henry out. Definitely valid. <clears throat> uh, you got a seven. <coughs> At seven, I got Baltimore. Oh, we agree. Uh, so we both got Baltimore at seven. Our yeah, first I, prob- agree. <laughs> I probably would have had them one spot up if they didn't lose to Pittsburgh last week. Not the best loss, but it's a close game. It's a rivalry game. It's always close in general. So slight pass, but got to dock some points there. But Lamar looked off last weekend, but has really just been shouldering the load of that entire His consistency is scaring me, and I've been a Lamar defender. I think he's much better quarterback than Josh <laughs> Allen, and I don't think he has the weapons he needs necessarily to succeed and uh, make a legitimate playoff run, like a Super Bowl, which he is very capable of leading his team to. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I, I think they are a good team. I, I don't know. If, what do you think They're- about what do you think about John Harbaugh? Does he trick us? I don't know. Because it's not like they're ever really bad underneath him. I mean, but I feel like they never live up to their fucking potential either. Speaking on depleted teams, t- yeah, this is Marlon a depleted Humphrey's team. out and, too. And I mean, yeah. they always find a way. They, they, they've been in more close games than any other football team I've ever seen. 
<laughs> like literally, as I every time I check the fucking Raven score, it's oh they're one by one to four points. Literally every time it's insane. Or they lost by two. Yeah, literally, like it's insane. Like it, it's in. I I want I, I need to take a look at how they've done against the spread this season, but <laughs> yeah, that was, was the exact our degenerate ass. This is literally what I thought of as soon as you said that too. I was like, I wonder what the spread is on their games. Yeah, um, anything plus six, I'm hammering. Yeah, just, you just you really have no idea with them. So, but yeah, so we both have Baltimore at seven. That's good. That's good. Who who you if got? That was see? a healthy team. Would it be safe to say they were a top five team? Looking on their season, so it's hard far? to say, dude. It's been a while since they've been healthy. Probably not because they don't have the wide receivers. Mark but Andrews defense just has isn't been doing pretty it. Really. Sus oh no! And yeah, if they bring back yeah. the top two corners, they would be damn good. We'll see, dude. Yeah, I'm about to say at six though, got the Arizona Cardinals. No way, no way. Hey, we did it again. That that one's a good one because they're they're ten and two right now. They're the best record in football, but they're God. They're they're the Steelers of <laughs> like. Remember that time where the Steelers were literally like ten and zero. No, they were yeah ten and zero, Mims. Ten and zero, and they we all- they sucked. They went to the playoffs. They were, First round exit. This yeah, is, I remember. This I... is not necessarily the Arizona Cardinals, but they're not. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Don't take mm. them seriously. Don't don't let them trick you. Don't let them trick you. They're a good yeah, team, no. but no, they're not ready. Yeah, no, not at all. But no, Kyler Murray has been damn good. Cliff Kingsbury surprised me so far as his NFL success. I didn't think he'd be any good in the NFL, but you got his quarterback like off rip, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, I really just don't know. I don't take them seriously, like you said. But at number five. And this is where we disagree. You go right ahead. We got the L.A. Rams. I would have them higher. I've been saying they could probably win the Super Bowl all year. They just hit a cold streak these last few weeks. They lost like two or three straight games. So they finally broke that last week and won a game. But – that's why I got them at five. If they hadn't gone on that losing streak, they're easily in my top two. Just, I mean, look at their team. Like, come on now. Their team is disgusting. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Healthy? Yeah. They're not that healthy right now, but God forbid they get healthy. Now, you know I like the Rams, buddy. Uh, absolutely. But, yeah, no, I got the Rams at five. Who you got at five? I got the Kansas City Chiefs, Mims. It's wild. It's a wild take. They're not serious this year. This You're year. This crazy. is this is this season we're talking about here. The Kansas City Chiefs don't have a defense. Like it, it doesn't matter. Uh, we can get into it later. We'll yeah. get into it later, man, if you want. I you yeah. cannot convince me. Like I they're not this they're not as dangerous. Like, there's just I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm I'm here to tell you that they're the fifth best team in football. And I'm gonna leave it at that. At come playoff time when they make their exit, I'll be here. I'll be here to say I told you so. All of you. All of you. All right. I'll let you go first here. Who you got it for? I got the I got the Los Angeles Rams, Mims. And I I, about one off. Yeah, and I'll I'll say I'll say that the Rams have been cold, but I haven't I haven't lost hope. 
I know Matt Stafford's been looking a little shaky. I think he gets it together, though. Uh, they got some easy games in the weeks ahead. Um, let me see who they got. Let's see who they got. The Rams this week are playing the Cardinals. So that's not an easy win. It's in Arizona. That's that's I think the Rams win. They're that. coming off the easy win. They're coming off the Jaguars win where they won by 30 points. It's 37 to 7. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that this is where they get back on track. Uh, I, I don't know if they beat Arizona. I think uh, my guess would be yes as well. I think Arizona 10 and 2 is way too many wins for them already. Due for some L's. Um, and then following. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. A, a team that in the media has been getting a lot of pooped on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Kyler Murray running away from Aaron Donald is just a funny sight as well. because He's so much larger than him. They're like, Kyler's faster than him, clearly, because Kyler's like the fastest human alive. But Aaron Donald is like hot on his ass all the time. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. That's terrifying. Terrifying thing to think about. Um, like but, watching then, like Shrek chase a small child. Literally. But to finish out the season, they got the Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, and Niners. Like, those are all very winnable. Like, who's this? The Rams? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. They're easily. I only ones I really could see them losing is like maybe the Niners there. Maybe. Well, that's uh, mine would. I didn't tell you this, but Ravens in Baltimore. I, if they're healthy by then, I would like to think that the Ravens could pull that out and then. Rams got the Niners at home, so I don't know if they lose that, but we'll see. We'll see. I got. I like the Rams. Who you got it for? Who you got it for? Four. I got Green Bay. Um, I don't know why. I've just never like they're always good. Don't get me twisted. I'm not saying they're a bad football team. I just never think they're actually going to win a fucking Super Bowl. Like I don't even think they're ever going to win an NFC Championship at the time. I'm like they might get there. They'll probably lose, and because they, they just always do that. Yeah. So that's why I can never put them like one, like ever. Cause I'm just like, I, they just never look like that team. And maybe they proved me wrong, but eh, they had an ugly loss, like a really ugly loss to the Saints week one, which granted that was a long fucking time ago. And they've looked really good ever since, but I just don't think they're better than the three teams I got ahead of them. Okay. Okay. So that so was three. That was got, my fourth. That was your four. Mm-hmm. I got Green Bay at three. Okay. I I don't think Aaron Rodgers came back for no reason, and Green Bay has been red fucking hot, dude. <laughs> they, they had that tough loss, like in the midst of this hot streak they're on against Kansas City, but that was just like an ugly game all in all. And it didn't look like anybody was prepared. Dude, that was like right around the time Aaron Rodgers was going through all this uh, immunized shit. But they're like, "What do you mean you're not vaccinated?" Like, yeah, I, told you I was vaccinated. They were like, "What do you mean you never told?" And they went back and looked at the records. They're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> like you, Jeopardy, fuck you, outsmarted us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I think this is it as far as Aaron Rodgers and uh, Green Bay's marriage goes, and I think. I don't know. I just buy, I buy, I do this every season. I keep buying it because Aaron Rodgers is good as fuck. <laughs> He's good as fuck, right? So, oh yeah. I I just I I like 
Green Bay, they're just consistent. They have good weapons. Uh, I don't know what the deal with Aaron Jones is. I know he's been out some. I don't know. If but AJ Dillon's been rocking. Uh, oh yeah, no, he's been balling too. And they, yeah, they have a good running back room. But uh, I, I know he has a fumbling problem. But other than that, like he's been pretty solid. Yeah, I don't know if they lost Jair for the season. I know that Darius Smith is probably out. But I don't know. I, 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 yeah, that is big. I, I like I like the Packers for some reason. So that got them at three. What you, you guys feel like they do? Yeah. Uh, at three, I have the New England Patriots. Okay. Uh, they are red fucking hot. One of the hottest teams in football. Period. Uh, probably the best defense in football all around. Mac Jones is easily the best rookie quarterback. Bill Belichick is making it easy for him out there. Not saying Mac Jones isn't doing anything, but he's not forcing Mac Jones to do anything that's not like out of his comfort zone. He's letting him play within his means, be efficient, move the ball downfield. Uh, they've adopted more of like, I won't say a run first offense, but a definite balanced attack. I mean, you can speak to it more than I can, obviously. But <clears throat> they've definitely just seemed to make things work how they've needed it and definitely leaned on their defense and it's working for sure. I mean, they can't argue with it. What are y'all now? Like nine of is it eight and four. Uh, I want to say nine and four. I say yeah. it's either eight and four or nine and four. I can't remember. Pretty sure we're nine and four. That's right. Cause y'all haven't had a bye week yet. So yeah. No. So, yeah, especially once y'all get a bye week coming in, I think y'all definitely will make a good playoff push. Could easily end up being the one seed in the AFC, if not the two seed for sure. But if y'all secure that first round bye, I wouldn't say I'd be shocked, but I definitely could see one or two teams stealing that spot from you. Really one. Well, I'll start by saying that one, you're wrong about your positioning of the New England Patriots. And two, you're a sheep for having the Chiefs ahead of us. But that will come to show in time, and time always tells. My my second team is none other than the New England Patriots. And I say that with the biggest smile on my face. Because yeah, I know you have the shit eating uh, grin on your face right now, and it makes me sick. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody thought that we would be the best team in the AFCs. They all thought that the Bills would be where we are right now, but no, no, no. It's the New England. I don't know why people forgot that Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches of all fucking time. People want to talk about Tom Brady, this and that. Who the fuck do you think found Tom Brady? Who who put Tom Brady on the map? There's no Tom Brady without Bill Belichick. All right? Like, I don't think that the people understand, like, how much of a football genius Bill. He just beat one of the most respected teams in football, passing three fucking times. And who's, who's, who's our – you think we got Derrick Henry, right? No. Damian Harris, Ramadre Stevenson, and fucking Brandon Bolden, bro. Like, come on now. He's the GOAT, and there something needs to be said about it. And here he is not 
four, not even five years after removed from losing the greatest quarterback of all time, already at the top of the top of the ranks, and it's beautiful. And we're not quite at the very top, but I'll talk about that after Mims tells you why he thinks Kansas City is better than us. Okay, in fairness, I had – I will tell you this. I had the Patriots at three – or, excuse me, at two originally, but I had to flip-flop them with the team I had at three because I thought they won head-to-head, so I was like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, but at two, I got the Bucks. Wow. You, you wow, you're a sheep. <laughs> I can't believe, like, I you're I, a sheep. You're just mad because you you're know. just no, 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 no. Get, you, you, you had to flop who because who beat who? Who is the, the reigning Bucks. Super Bowl champions? The Bucks or the Chiefs? The, <laughs> the Bucks, Bucks or the Chiefs? The Bucks, and you okay, so the Chiefs are the best team in football. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have Patrick Mahomes. With the, the, Jesus fucking God. I can't. I can't. I can't believe you're being serious. I'm dead serious. Bro. You'll see. You'll see. It's going to be the Patriots. Or you're a sheep. It's going to be you're the Chiefs. You're a sheep. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Why? I can't believe you think this. Because why? why wouldn't I? He keeps just winning. You like you talk about the Patriots the winning Chiefs ahead of the Chiefs? Bucks. Yes. Put the Chiefs ahead of the Patriots. Fine. We are unproven. I'll give you that much. Fine. Fine. The Bucks. That doesn't make any fucking sense, Mims. What do you mean, bro? Tom Patrick. Brady is the MVP. It's uh, it's pretty much unanimous. Derrick Henry's okay. gone. It's Tom Brady. And you're over here talking about a quarterback when you should be talking about Tom Brady. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes. And he's having a bad year as far as they've his won. games go. They won, won what? Who has a better record? Games. They won, they're red hot. The Bucks have been up and down the last couple weeks. The fucking Chiefs have been red hot. That's the only reason I got them Who ahead. Who has a better record? The Bucks. Okay. Because the Chiefs started slow. Who has a better defense? Who has a better defense? And what wins championships? Patrick Mahomes. Wrong. (laughs) As proven last year, that is incorrect. No, it's his offensive line. History repeats itself. They returned literally the whole team. There's no reason you should have the Chiefs ahead of the Bucks. That is insanity. That is insanity. You are just upset. And it is I upset. am. It's not. Oh, it, you are a sheep for thinking that Patrick Mahomes is just that guy. He can just do it all by himself. Well, he's got Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And Clyde That's Edwards, fine. Leonard, That's Andy fine. Reed. They have an explosive offense that is very, like, uh, extinguishable, as they've shown time and time throughout this year. What about yeah. their defense? What about their defense? You got to score 30 points to beat them. And if they can just hold no, them, you really points. don't, though. You how? don't, though. What you mean, how? Look at their games this season. They just, they're on a what, like a six game winning streak now? They're one, the, whatever their winning streak is, is one less than y'all is at the current standing. I know that. Because they have their bye week. But to say you have to put, to, to put up 30 points to beat them is absurd. They have been red hot the last few weeks or last month and a half, man. That's what I'm banking on. Patrick Mahomes, man, and Andy Reid. 
well, that makes me fucking sick, and you shouldn't be allowed to watch football anymore. I'm sorry that upsets you. It's okay. Well, I can I can overlook it. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, one of us is right and one of us is wrong. We'll 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 see. I say we got like till February to find out whenever Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, not that second part, but we got till February to find out for sure. Yeah, <laughs> certainly do. No, I promise you, Patrick Mahomes won't be there. Oh, you think fucking Mac Jones is? Yeah, I do. I've convinced yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you're calling me fucking mad. Like, look at you. Like, no. Like, stop it. <laughs> Bill Belichick. It's not Mac Jones. Mac Jones stop just it. so happens to be the stop. quarterback. That's what the people they need to understand, bro. Carson Wentz. It slash Nick Foles went to a Super Bowl. Tom Brady went to a Super Bowl. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. His first Super Bowl in 2001, nobody knew who the fuck he was. Nobody. And you think they're just going to walk in there and beat a team? Even if they do, though, you're going to think they're going to walk in there and beat a team? Like, yeah, have y'all played the Chiefs yet? Have y'all? No. You think you would beat them? Actually? Yeah, I do. You're insane. No, I'm not. You are insane. They have okay. no defense. No defense. I just they have a very subpar defense. I wouldn't say no defense. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. We have an elite defense. Okay, and y'all have a very pedestrian ass. Y'all run the ball. And y'all can fuck it. They we don't play. have to just run the ball. Can JC Jackson guard Tyreek Hill? Honestly. It's a, okay, look, when you're you put a safety back there, we you put the the fucking linebackers in zone, like bro, it, it it's good. We don't. We don't need to worry about Tyree Kill. It, it, Who's good. covering Travis Kelsey? Good. It's good. What you mean? Who's gonna cover him? Who, bro? What linebacker? What linebacker is gonna be covering? What linebacker can guard him in his own one on one, or even man to man one on one? Matt Judon, fucking Jawan. You think Matt Bentley, Judon can guard Kyle Travis Kelsey? No, no, no. The, what? Why You're not cover? Because Travis Kelsey? No. That is Matt Judon is a rusher. He is not a that is past. No, he does both. He's very it well known not, for doing both. That is not um, Travis Kelsey, one of the best receiving tight ends in the league. Like he could probably a, do a receive. Like, listen to yourself. A receiving tight end. A receiving tight end. That's what he, that's what he, that's what his job is. Is to extinguish tight ends. He doesn't cover fucking wide receivers. You're acting like Travis Kelsey could run like a four three. Travis what I'm Kelsey acting like is, is that he's very... probably one of the titans that you just can't cover. Like, you just have to try and slow down. I know. I just don't see y'all beating the Chiefs in the playoffs. Just being honest. Right, not we'll this see. year. We'll maybe see. maybe next year. I just don't – not this year. Okay. okay. that That's not even what I was mad about. What I was mad about is you having the Chiefs over the fucking Bucks, dude. Yeah, man. And you know that's wrong. You know that's foul. Nah. I'm just betting on Patrick Mahomes with another Super Bowl. Another one. It's been two years, bro. Yep. Ah, that's that's what it is. That's what, what it is. What? Uh, the last time the, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl is the last time Joe Joe Burrow won y'all a national championship. So in your head, you're just relating <laughs> the good. You have strung the good times of your national championship towards Patrick Mahomes' success, and you're still living in that time period. 
which I I'm trying understand. to bring it into fruition. You it all, makes you sense. It all together now. I, I, yeah, I, I cracked the code. I was sitting here trying to figure it all out, and then I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it all clicked. Yeah. No, I get it. It's okay. You're like Mike GSI from Loader Squad out here. Yeah, I, I like figured I, it out. But like I, I will have you know, you are picking against some of your baby boys on the on the Bucks. Uh yeah, but I also have baby boys on the Chiefs and Clyde and the Honey Badger. Two of my favorite sons. Both older and could definitely whoop my ass, but two of my favorite sons. Both shorter than me. Have you know. Important to note. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say both <laughs> shorter than me for sure. Granted, Devin White is actually shorter than me technically, but they could definitely also kick my ass. But um no, that's not the point. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Were we, oh yeah, no, Chiefs all the way, baby. We rocking out. Um, do we want to depict our playoff picture as we see it right now? The playoffs, which one? Uh, the uh, excuse me, the NFL. Yeah, sure. You go. You go right ahead. No, you start off because I gotta. So what am I doing here? Uh, you just kind of see how you see the seedings are going, and you just kind of, you know what I'm saying. Well, I'll just I'll just project if it ended today, because that's all we can do. If it ends today, or who you see would get into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Looking uh, at like the current playoff picture, like who gets there, who doesn't. Okay, so if it ends today. Uh, all right. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Obviously, I think the Patriots are gonna win our division. That's fucking duh. Um, you know, we're covering AFC first here. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Tennessee obviously gets in. Very weak division. Um. Baltimore. Uh. There are talks about Cincy maybe sneaking them to win the division. I don't think that that's in the realm of possibility anymore. I think Baltimore's. I think Cincy could just based off they match up really well with the teams in their division, but I think Baltimore is the best team in the playoffs I mean, as far still, as the teams in the North. A whole game ahead. Uh, they still have to play one more Browns. time, don't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but. Whatever, dude. And they, I, don't know. I mean, they played last time, and the Bengals blew their fucking doors off. Hey, this is my projections, not yours. Baltimore, I got. Uh, Valid. Okay. And then, um, sadly, I will project the Chiefs to win their division. Uh, they're just used to it. They're a good football team. They have a good quarterback, and that's an important thing to have. And – as far as the wild card spots go, how many of those do we get? Two? There's three now. Three? Okay. Yeah. Buffalo, obviously, will get one. Uh, it's not their fault they play in a division with Bill Belichick. Um, sucks to be them, but they're used to it. Uh, if they've ever been in the playoffs, it's usually because of a wild card spot. And... I think Cincy. Mm, no, I can't. I can't say Cincy. 
I got to go with Indy as I rated them higher than Cincy earlier, literally this podcast. So I think they'd probably sneak in there and the Chargers. So since he just misses out, they would be next in. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, and then on the NFC side, Dallas, duh. Unfortunate, but true. I'm just being realistic. Green Bay, they've basically also secured that, as Dallas has. Um, pretty weak division. Nothing new there. Tampa Bay, duh. Uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> the, no offense, Mims. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Trevor Simeon is definitely in the fold here. Okay. Man. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. At least you're 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 here with me in the realm of reality. You wait till you wait till we get fucking Colin Kaepernick. Hey, I, I I'm <laughs> ready. Fuck the uh, yeah no okay. So sadly, duh. Uh, but and then I think the Rams are gonna sneak the Cardinals to win the NFC West. Mims, you think they're gonna sneak them? How many games back are they right now? They are two games back. You think that did they play twice or they already played once? They play once more this week. Oh, you think they sneak? I don't know, man. I think two they games sneak a them. lot with fucking five. I think they sneak them. Arizona is going to lose this week. Mm. And they're probably going to lose to either the Colts or the Cowboys, if not both. Both possible. Both possible. Yeah, because like they're talking about the Rams. Man, they're not- and we talk about the Rams have a very easy schedule coming. Uh, yeah, I could see that. All right. Either way, one or the other. Too. One or the yeah. All right. Rams win the division. Arizona hits that wild card spot, and then we're gonna give the last two wild card spots to the football teams and the uh, Vikings. Very deservedly. Football team. You think the Vikings get in? Yeah, I think they could sneak in there. I think they could sneak in there. Look, they get they play the the Steelers, the Bears. They be, they play the Bears twice. All right, so that's three wins. Should be. They just lost to the Lions, so who fucking knows? Well, they're minus three against the Steelers in a very early line, minus four against the Bears. So, and then they got the Rams at home, which is not an unwinnable game. I don't know. I just I, I think they can do it. I I, I like I like they the have talent the on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the talent. So what do you think? Um starting with the AFC. Uh let me get on fucking right. And pull up here. them divisions. Yeah, no, I had them. I was looking at the NFC because you were talking about them, so I was clicked on that. Now I got the AFC pulled up. Like you said, I think the Patriots definitely go away with the AFC East. They proved that last week. Um, they're probably going to end up being, I think they finished the one seed, either them or the team I talk about next year, the AFC West, the chiefs are probably winning their division for sure. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't have their remaining schedules pulled up, but I know they play once more. And if the Bengals do play a lot of their teams in their division left coming up, I think they can win enough games to maybe sneak the North. They play the Niners this week, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Browns. So is that two two division games? Yeah, I could see them winning the Broncos, the Ravens, and the Browns. I think they lose the Chiefs. So if they go three and two, 
and I don't know who the Ravens play, but I'll put them at ten and seven. Mims never bets against Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I'll just say the Ravens win for now, but I got them going about ten and seven, eleven and six in that range. The Ravens probably win the North. And then as much as I would love to say the Colts catch up, they're just two games back, and that's hard to make up, like I was talking about earlier. So the Titans probably win the South. It just sucks. They fucking started slow. And then for my wild card spots, um, I mean, the Bills are definitely going to fucking – I feel like the Bills definitely are going to make it, but it's hard for me to leave some of these teams out. The Bills, the Chargers. The Bills definitely make it, dude, for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's say just have like a terrible. The Titans are on a two game losing streak. That no, nah, never mind. I'm talking crazy. Uh, fucking, uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals because <laughs> I'm a madman. Bengals eke it in. I respect it. At yeah, least you know you're a madman. Yeah, I'm insane, but that's what I'm gonna go with. The Colts probably make it, but just like you said, I'm not gonna bet against Joe Burrow. I never will. And then in the NFC, I've got. The Cowboys winning because their division just blows donkey balls. Uh, even Sadly. though Washington's won four straight games. Uh, you talked me into the Rams winning the West, so, yeah, I got them there. Uh, the Packers are definitely winning the North. The Bucks are definitely winning the South. Uh, I think it's really a race between which one of them is going to get the one seed just because they're so far ahead of everyone besides the Cardinals, obviously, but they just, like – their division is so shit. Both of them, they'll just run it up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's really why I'm saying that. It's really just a race between them two. And then for my wild card spots, uh, I got the Cardinals, obviously, because they're just so high up. Uh, I've got the Niners because they just seem like they're really going to make it in there. And then – I've got a team you probably wouldn't expect for me to put here. I've got the Eagles. No football just, teams? No, I think the Eagles just have a quarterback, and Taylor Heineke is not going to get them to the playoffs. I the could be Eagles wrong. The Eagles are six and seven. I know. They haven't had a bye week yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the football teams are six and six. Yes, they're about so statistically, it would be smarter to bet on the football teams. I don't see how that math maths, but okay. I yes, see. yes, yes, yes. I don't know, man. When the when the when the football teams go seven and six, you'll understand. I mean, statistically, the fucking like we still have a chance. The I mean, football lost my shade, but the football teams. I'm pushing that narrative, man. L- listen, they – oh, my God. Listen to this. The remaining five games on their schedule, the football teams, I'll say it as many times as I can, uh, they play the Cowboys, divisional, the Eagles, divisional, the Cowboys again, divisional, the Eagles again, divisional. Jesus Christ. And then they play the New Jersey Giants to end it out, another divisional game, five in a row. Dude, that is like feasting on like the worst division in like football. <laughs> yeah, a lot of possibility and opportunity for the football teams in the upcoming week. Saw so that's funny because I know Philly plays the Cowboys two times in a row too. So that means that literally means they all finish the season out against each other. Damn you! <laughs> and they play them two out of three weeks in a row. So that's wild. Yeah, that's, but yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's something. Uh. 
So I think that wraps it up as far as NFL goes. Am I missing anything here? Uh, not to my knowledge. All right. So shall we transition on to the exclusive five of the week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. So I picked the topic this week, so I'll give you all the rundown. Southeastern rappers. Okay. I think it's important to note that the South runs the Southeast that it runs rap. Okay. So I'll give you the borders of where we determined Texas doesn't feel like the Southeast to anybody, but Louisiana does. So Louisiana is kind of the start of the border. Uh, Let me put it this way. If you have a school in the South, in the SEC, you count. Yeah. So, but well, (laughs) Texas does technically. So yeah, but no SEC. uh, No. Um, All right. So Louisiana and Tennessee is like as high as we got. So like, yeah, so everything below that, like Florida, Georgia, North Alabama, Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Louisiana, like rappers said, out of there, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, all right. So rappers from those regions, anytime. Um, this is going to be a doozy. I got the first pick, as I did pick the topic this week. And there's really only one pick that I can take. He's my favorite rapper of all time. That will never change. It's Jermaine Cole. Strong pick. I knew you were going to pick him, so I had him low. Yeah. Uh, he's my, like I said, my favorite rapper of all time. I haven't been to a ton of rap shows in my day, but I've been to two J. Cole shows, and I'm proud to say that. Uh, both amazing shows. Uh, he's a hell of a performer. He's a hell of an artist, a hell of a rapper. Uh, he, he, he could do it off the dome. He can damn near ride any beat that you put in front of him. The guy's a wizard. Uh, Not enough (laughs) nice things to say about J. Cole as an easy first pick for me. From Fayetteville, North Carolina. See, you speak of wizards. My number one overall pick made an album called The Wizard. Oh, yeah? It's your boy, Future Hendrix. Uh, I hate it. I hate that you took him from me. You knew I'm I'm glad he was a first pick, though. Oh, yeah, he deserves it. Our Toxic King, he's made so many bangers. Like, I just could name him albums. Dear, Dirty Sprite 2, classic. Monster, classic. Uh, Evil, classic. What a Time to Be Alive, classic. Like, I could, go, li- I could list bangers on bangers on bangers. Future is, like, one of my top five favorite artists, maybe of all time. Like, not even kidding. And I realized this like a year ago, whenever I like looked at all the songs I had downloaded from all the like my playlist. And I realized I had like 147 future songs in my fucking playlist. As you should, King. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that first off, that's when I realized I was a toxic person. And B, Future is probably one of my favorite artists of all time. So yeah. Me from too. Atlanta. Literally uh, probably number two for me. So I mean, this is going good. This is going good so far. I was about to say, and I mean, in fairness, I'm not going to say he completely made the sound that we hear today, but he is definitely a big influence in the sound that is big today as far as Lil Baby and Gunna and all them. So, and all these Atlanta rappers coming up that he definitely influenced that style oh, of, Jesus. of rap, for sure. So who are you rocking with with this second pick? Dude. 
I got like three big names on my mind. I'm just going to go with the personal favorite. I'm taking Gucci. It's a strong pick. Listen, Gucci Mane is the godfather of trap music. The godfather. He's not the founder. He's the godfather, okay? There's a difference. He he made the shit. He, he, he popped it off, you know what I'm saying? Like, Gucci was like one of the, if not first, He's up there for like one of the first big trappers to ever trap rappers to really make it make it make a name for himself, you know? Gucci Hell yeah. Gucci Man is global and he 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 really used to be about the shit. He's got an autobiography about and he talks about how he used to slang the, the rocks on the streets of Atlanta. Uh just embodies everything that trap is about. He really used to uh live what he rapped about and he did some hard time in the pen and he and he changed his ways and now he's like a man of god so like <laughs> somehow i fucking love gucci bro like he is like kind of like mim said with future the same shit with gucci dude like just endless classics uh yeah no nah, not enough nice things to say about gucci i could talk about him all day gucci man's gotta be my second pick go ahead and hurt my heart steal another pick from me all right with my second pick of the exclusive five Southern rap. Oh, geez. I'm doing this because I know you're going to take him before I do it. God, I'm torn between two because I feel like you're going to take the other one if I don't take this one. And I... now, you, mm. now you see how I was feeling. Ooh, this is tough. It is. It's a good, it's good, it's good exclusive five, I must say. I'm going to have to take. I'm gonna have to take my personal favorite. Give me 21 Savage, bro. I fucking love 21 Savage. <laughs> so I, I like it does, he's from Britain. Does that count actually? No, nah, no, nah, he's he's he 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 does no recollection of him living in the UK. You know what I'm saying? Like he's from Atlanta. Okay, I'm just making sure we can count that. Yeah, you no, know, nah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm gonna let that slide. Oh, okay. His sound oh. has no influence. <laughs> Okay, it has every influence from Atlanta, so yeah, no, nah, oh, yeah, that slides. So, yeah, my reasoning, and some people are gonna be like 21 Savage with your second pick, yeah, probably. I understand that. I fucking love 21 Savage, I think I have every single song he's made, as far as albums of Metro at least, on my playlist. They are like Braun and Wade, they do not miss, they fucking make bangers, and there's just not much to say else besides that. They are. I mean, I mean, 21 at least is just probably one of my favorite rappers out today. I remember when he was coming up on the scene in the XXL freshman class. I was really big on him as far as Dirty K and Red Ops and that whole um, mixtape run he had going there. So 21 Savage is definitely a, a personal favorite, and I had to take him and make sure he was on a, on my side of things there. Yeah, well, I applaud you for not hurting my heart and taking who I thought you would take, maybe. And Young Thug. Yeah, that's who it was between. I knew it, and I was like, I have to get him because if I don't take this guy, you're going to – if I didn't take Thug, you were going to take Savage. And I was like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't have an asshole and hurt your feelings. I would have absolutely done that. But, no, Young Mm -hmm. Thug, uh, Sex. um, Yeah. Jeffrey. Not enough great things to say about Young Thug. Any ridiculous – or hard, outrageous, you name it, an adjective 
to describe a bar, he said it, man. He said it. He said it all. <laughs> he's he made he he's different. Like you can't listen to anybody and be like, oh, he sound like Young Thug. Like Young Thug is his like he he made his own sound. Like he it's just, it's just so damn good. I have countless countless amounts of Young Thug on my phone. Uh, also from Atlanta, as you're seeing a trend here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, nah, uh, I think that's a pretty easy pick. He's been around for ages and for good reason. He is one of my favorites personally. Love Young Thug. Oh, yeah. A steal at three. Can't believe I got him. You want to talk about a steal at three? I can't oh, believe I'm getting my guy at three. Give me Lil Wayne. Ah, that is a steal. Uh, first off, maybe one of the greatest runs in rap history as far as the Carter one through the Carter three and all the mixtapes in between. Oh, yeah. Bar right there in itself. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, Lil Wayne, like, not the best now, especially for newer people that are getting into rap. I understand that you're probably looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Lil Wayne in his time was arguably like in GOAT conversations. And Grant remembers that time as well. Do you not? Oh, yeah. I'm about to say, it still kind of floats around nowadays. No, but I know Wayne, several people who would proclaim that Wayne's the GOAT. I, I can't argue with them. Yeah, I was about to say, Wayne has made classics on classics on classics. Like, you hear Six Foot, Seven Foot to this day. You hear a Millie to this day. You hear Lollipop to this day. You hear Go DJ to this day. I mean, if you go anywhere in the South, you're going to hear Lil Wayne played at a party for sure. I would bet money on it. So, Lil Wayne has to be in my top five, and I can't believe I got him at three. Yeah, great pick. Great pick. Uh, number four. Taking little Baby. A young lad here. Huh. But, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, a a young lad, pick. but a fucking established lad. Uh, you want to talk about not missing? Little Baby don't miss. He really don't. Like, He's never dropped a bad project ever. I can attest to that. I've listened to everything I can find on the guy. Uh, like Mim said, he is young. He's from Atlanta. Another, I mean, third Atlanta pick in the row off the board for me. Um, he, he's one of those guys when I, like he, he's not like, like Mim said, he's young. Uh, he hasn't been around for forever. Uh, when I first heard him, I was scared that he would just kind of get stuck in that one sound and kind of be like a like that's my dog. I thought he was gonna be a one yeah, and one. Not not a versatile guy, but he has proven me terribly wrong. Thankfully, he's very versatile. He can switch his flow up. Um, his as far as lyricism goes, uh, I know he kind of falls into the trap category, but he does like actually spit like meaningful bars and like he. I don't know. Lil Baby's just nice as fuck. <laughs> and he's like mainstream industry now, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, you got to love seeing a guy blow up, get the love that he deserves. So Lil Baby, for sure, a valid number four pick, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like Lil Baby as much as the next guy. But I'm not going to lie. I got to give a shout out to uh, some OGs here. So I – would count the group here an outcast, but if we're just doing rappers, I got no, Andre no, no. You go ahead. Here. We'll give you outcast. That's fair. Outcast. Yeah. No. I mean, do I really need to defend it? No. Yeah. If you no, don't know don't about outcast, 
Put 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 the pod down and go go culture yourself a little bit, okay? I'm about to say first off, you don't know about podcasts. Go fuck or no, not podcast. Outcast, Jesus Christ. Go fuck yourself. And see, yeah, go. Not, you definitely go do to- know about Outcast. You just don't know you know Outcast. Yeah, <laughs> if you've never heard, hey y'all, you're lying. Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> or Miss Jackson, or you, yeah. you really ain't been outside, bro. Like yeah, people literally. say that shit as like a slang. Like, no, you really ain't been outside, dude. Like, I'm about to say, AT Aliens is like one of my favorite songs of the are like all time. Like, yeah, Jesus no, Christ. that Jesus, not enough good things to say. I mean, Outcast, yeah. fuck yeah. Um, and uh, I hate to be that guy. I only let you take them as a group, so I could take the Migos. Yeah, that's valid. I figured that was the next one you were gonna take. Whenever and, you said that, I was like, word. <laughs> The, the Migos, they deserve as well as Outkast to be taken as a group because they're all famous because of this. They're they're fam- they came out as the Migos, bro. Like, yeah, they're all related. Like, as far as stories, as success stories goes, it doesn't get any better than the fucking Migos. And as far as hits goes, like Jesus Christ, like there was a time in my life where I would have told you that the Migos were the best thing that rap's ever seen. Like in middle school, like I was like, nah, like these guys are the bees knees, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Migos have kind of, I mean, they've kind of just gotten so fucking rich and mainstream that like rightfully so though, like, like kind of like a, a little baby, just Jesus. Love. Also that's a house husband now, in case you didn't know. Oh, sir. Yeah, no, like literally though. And I know Tell you love, I know you love the Migos. Oh, absolutely. I still listen to Highway 85 to this day. What's the, pri- the price? Yeah, like get right with you. Like, no, I love great song, terrible highway. Can't say enough terrible things about 85. Fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate Highway 85. Great You're song, though. One of my favorite Migos songs. Right. Oh man. All are right. You, so are you taking to round it out? So before I say five, I do want to just go ahead and get out my honorable mentions and I'll let you do this as well right, before right, I say right, my right. fifth one. Uh, mm. I got to give a shout out to the funniest rapper in the game and he's getting a lot of, he's controversial as shit. Don't get me wrong, but he's just funny as shit before the controversy. Boosie's funny as fuck. Love Boosie. Uh, shout out to Boosie. Boosie's awesome. <laughs> uh, fuck. Damn, I'm like splitting hairs Dolph. here. Yeah, shout out Dolph. I don't really I don't have him at five. Obviously, shout out Dolph, though. Honorable mention, RIP. Very upset about that, but God, Dolph was awesome. And also, shout out Key Glock. He was awesome. My honorable mention. If mentions. I didn't pick Migos, Dolph was five for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then also Kodak. Got to shout out him. That was my other honorable mention. I didn't but get at five. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. At five. I got NBA Young Boy, man. I fucking love NBA Young Boy. Valid. I just like the sound. I know it's a unique sound, and like some people love them or hate them, and it's like there's no in between, really. And Young Boy, not the best person in the world. Let's keep it honest. Definitely controversial. Yeah, neither is Kodak. For sure. Oh, absolutely. But I love all of his music. I'm going to keep it honest with you. Renata, Rich as Hell, uh, Red Rum, War With Us, uh, 38 Baby, like all that shit. No, I love me some motherfucking NBA young boy. (laughs) 
And <laughs> for me to get him at five, I was pretty happy. I'd like, obviously, I like Louisiana music as far as Louisiana rap goes. Uh, I was really splitting hairs between him and Kevin Gates, to be honest, because I wanted another Louisiana rapper in there after Wayne. So that was really what I was splitting hairs between. <laughs> Young boy is so nice, though. I mean, oh, yeah. He's kind of like little baby f- wandered off into that mainstream, but you could really tell where he came from in this rap and just listening to his music. It's something to be said about that. Young boy, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say young boy's mainstream. You're wrong. You ever used the app Twitter? He's Under. fucking popular, but he's not like, oh no, he's mainstream, bro. He's number like the last two albums he's had went number one. He's mainstream for sure. Well, that doesn't mean he's sold out or anything. I'm just saying he's like, that's just saying he's popular, selling out and being mainstream. Or- not the same thing. I don't know, man. It's not like he's out there doing. Well, baby hasn't shows sold out. Yeah, but they, like you see him at award shows. Like Young Boy is not at award shows. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in like, jail. He got exactly. Rico. But but it's not like he would ever have been at these award shows, okay. anyways. Okay. Sure. Money talks. All right. Um. So my honorable mentions. Uh. Didn't really show Florida any love. I do love me some South Florida rap. Uh. Glock 9, uh, XXX, not really a rapper in my opinion, but there is something to be said about how good his music was. R.I.P. Um, Key Glock and Moneybag. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot Moneybag. And then uh, show a little Met Love, PG Raw and uh, Black Zach. Obviously, would have never made the list, but some good rappers from South Carolina. Check them out. Um, yeah. That wraps up the exclusive five of the week. Um, do you want to give these people an EP and have, send them on their way? Uh, do we want to do it? Do, should we pick just a song from like, pick like one song from each of the rappers we just listed? Ooh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, Mims. I like that. I like that. All right. How, yeah, how about this? For the EP, we'll just pick a song from each of our top five. How about that? Yeah. So, so you'll, you'll get a – it'll be an exclusive album of the week. Exactly. Look at us. Holy Look at us. shit. Our Holy first exclusive album. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Sound the alarms, Grant. Oh, my. Wee-hoo, All right. I said. I'm excited. This is about to be fucking awesome. I was about to say, I'm, I'm pretty hyped, too. I'm excited to see where this goes. All right. Got one down. We're just, uh, this is very spontaneous, as you all can tell. Uh, yeah, this was not planned. We just thought of this. We won't no. let you down. Don't – not to worry. All right. I got I – got, I'll go first with my first pick since I, uh, I already have it known. Uh, it's Solo by Future. Great pick. Uh, that's probably my favorite song by him by far. It's just a banger. I listen to it probably every fucking day. I'm not even kidding. Like, that's not an exaggeration. I probably listen to that song every day. Uh, it's the perfect amount of toxicity and just, like, perfect. I don't know. It is just the perfect song to me, almost. I love that song, and that's got to be on there. I probably had it on an EP before this now, but who cares? Who cares? 
Uh, you got one, or you want me to go ahead and just go? Uh, I do have one. I was just stalling, trying to get them all at once. Uh, so my first one, I'll go in order here, going top down. Uh, my first pick was Jay Cole, and uh, New York Times by Jay Cole. Uh, man, Jay Cole and Fifty Cent have you or mind you. Off uh, Born Center, my favorite J. Cole album behind 2014 Forest Hills Drive, as that should be a given for everybody, as it's the best album I've ever heard. But yeah, New York Times, J. Cole and 50 Cent, uh, and Boz is on that shit too, actually. That's, that shit slides, dude. It's an old, it's an oldie buddy goodie as a solo, but we, we love the oldies. What can we say? Oh, yeah, no. I saying, I love me some J. Cole. Love, love, love me some J. Cole. Like, he probably says his favorite rapper of all time. J. Cole is definitely, like, probably goes back and forth with me between him, Kendrick, and, like, at times future, depending on how top, like, what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, literally. But, no, nah, <laughs> J. Cole is definitely my favorite. But, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, You want me to go ahead? Yeah, we'll just go back and forth. All right. I For Lil Wayne, I got... It's a little bit of a cop-out just because it's a banger and it's one of his originals because it's just hard to pick. There's so many. But go, DJ. Uh, that song still slaps to this fucking day. You'll hear it anytime I get on Ox at a party, for sure. And yeah, I'm sorry, you know, I zoned out. What, what, what's, what song did you say? Go, DJ. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm about to say, you can already hear it in your head. You can hear the beat going <laughs> in your head right now. You know, I know you can. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> exactly. That's a great song. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. But yeah, no, go DJ for sure. All right. So my second song, uh, going down, like I said, my second artist was Gucci Mane. Uh, my song is going to be Truth. Arguably... One of just of all time, yeah. One of the hardest disc records of all time, in my opinion. Not quite, but it's up there. It's top two, not quite one, but two. Uh, and Gucci Mane just talks his fucking shit, and he, this is Fat Gucci before he spent his time and got his life together. So this is a different version of Gucci than we see today, and I just always like to remind myself that. This was once the man that we know and love now. So, yeah, it's 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 a good song. <laughs> you should listen to it. Oh yeah, no. Uh, for Twenty One Savage, God, I'm torn. I'm really torn, but I think <laughs> I'm going. It's technically on a Metro album. What's the name of it? Don't Come Out the House, because it's just the most dangerous song I've ever heard by 21 Savage. There's lots of those. Oh, yeah, no, it was between that or Dirty K. So you can obviously tell where I was going with that. But, yeah, no, 21 Savage has an endless amount of just absolute, just like murder music bangers, like him and Nudie both. First off, Nudie sounds like he's strangling somebody while he raps. And B... Young boy has, or no, excuse me, not young boy, also him too. Savage has like one of the perfect like murder music rap voices of all time. And him and Metro Skate, and that's a Metro song, so duh. Valid, valid. 
All right. So that was your third. My third, <laughs> we got Young Thug off of one of my favorite albums, Barter Six, Dome with Duke. Uh, I want to talk about dangerous music. This song makes me accelerate my car very, very fast. Uh, not enough good things to be said about Barter Six. Uh, this is one of my personal favorites off the album. And if you haven't listened to Barter Six, listen to it. And this is a good song. Don't. That's it's my crazy because everybody loves the Barter Six. That's probably like, I'm not shitting on you. Don't get me twisted. I love all of Young Thug's projects. This is not a slight. It's probably one of my like lower projects for him. I'm not going to lie. That's terrible. I know. It's crazy. I like Jeffrey more. Yeah, I mean, you also picked 21 Savage over Young Thug, so. Shows I had to pick a personal need. favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dude, yeah. you know Savage is my guy. You I know do. that's like, you know, that's like. I, do I, like <laughs> I was about to say, that's one of my personal favorites. For sure, for sure. All right, so rocking out with Outcast here. I already kind of dropped it earlier. AT Aliens. Um, that beat is just so wavy and futuristic for the time. And they skated because Andre 3000 is one of the best lyricists of all time. And they, uh, no. Okay, yeah, for sure. AT Aliens, I can't. I don't have to say it enough. Just go check it out if you haven't before. Another classic. Good song. Uh, All right. My fourth song, Lil Baby. Uh, Thing about Lil Baby is he has so many good songs with other artists. Like anytime you see an artist hopping on a Lil Baby song, you just know that shit going to go, it's going to go crazy. But I wanted to stray away from the features. I wanted to get, I wanted to give the people a song where Lil Baby shows who he is as an individual. So I'm going to give you all word on the street. And by God, does he, he slides on that shit and he talks some shit. So brace yourself before you put in those bad boy headphones and give it a listen, but <laughs> prepare yourself. Oh man. All right. And wrapping it up for me. Oh, man. The young boy, there's so many to choose from. I hope you don't go basic on me. I'm not. I have, like, really, like, three kind of thought out in my head. But, like, picking the three is difficult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go with the first one that came to my head because there's a reason it came to my head. GG by young boy. I loved that song. Just that fucking piano or keyboard, the background, organ, whatever the hell it is. That shit goes dumb for me. Uh, the other songs, <clears throat> excuse me, the other songs I thought of in my head. Uh, I really fuck with uh, Forgiato off his new album really hard. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. And uh, Left Hand, Right Hand by Young Boy as well from AI Young Boy 1. So what was your official pick? Um, GG. Good song. Good song. Yeah. All right. So my last artist to pick it out here is the Migos. And 
kind of like how I said earlier, I want to re- reiterate that they have gone a little basic on me, and I'm not so much a fan of their new shit as I am their older, more ignorant shit before they were rich and famous. So my pick is Hannah Montana because <laughs> that song is one of the most fucking – it gets me so lit, bro. It just reminds me of, like, where I'm from. I don't know why. It's just ignorant and stupid, kind of like my hometown. Um, it It's just so – it's so smooth-brained and fucking awesome, and I it, – it, it's the Migos, the beat just bro. goes wild, bruh. It was like, like the southern version of like not Finito, but it made people go dumb. Like how that song made people go dumb, dude. Like damn near Finito of the South. Like damn near. Like it's just a a good song. If you put that shit on at a party, bro, there's gonna be a good good number of people that like get jiggy with it. And those those are your people, man. Those are the, those are the cool people of the party. Stay oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But Those also, are people you can trust. Trust, maybe not. One, one of the two. <laughs> trust with your life or don't leave your fucking personal don't leave your, Yeah, don't leave your shit around them, but definitely yeah. you can go have a cool combat with them. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, one of the two, but uh, never assume one or the other. Um, just... just Don't trust people based off their music taste. Don't, 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 don't give them do that. Shit. Yeah. All right. Well, that... All right. So, our album... Is as follows: New York Times, J Cole, Solo, Future, uh, Truth, Gucci Mane, uh, Go DJ by Wayne, Dome by Young Thug, Don't Come Out the House by Twenty One Savage, Word on the Street by Lil Baby, AT AT Aliens by Outkast, and Oh Hannah Montana by the Migos and GG by Youngboy. By God, what an album! Oh, yeah, no. You got that fucking GG organ to ride you out at the end to slowly bring you down from the fucking hype you just got from Hannah Montana. No, Hannah Montana is going to have you want. Yeah, no. Does Hannah Montana follow Don't Come Out the House on that? We can fucking make it. I was about to say, if it does, that is a dangerous combination. (laughs) Everybody just gets murderous and everybody gets dumb lit at once. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be good. But that is quite a fucking 10 songs we just dropped on your head. And I think that's a a fucking valid way to end out the pod, wouldn't you say? I'd say that's strong. It's a strong way to do it. We do apologize to you all that do listen to this for the inactivity. Um, We're sorry. Uh, the internet fucked us don't yeah man like don't blame us blame the internet gods yeah and we're gonna continue to release podcasts we we enjoy making them uh even if yeah no like even if if it's just once a week we'll at least get it out we'll try to do at least two a week if news is newsing yeah and i mean even when the off season for football comes on like we're, we're still gonna be talking hoops we'll have probably some guests I mean, we gotta, I know we've said that probably four episodes now, but we actually we might really... we might actually do something about that, you know? Uh, so we just got to <laughs> chalk out the, the uh, allotted times and get people on yeah, other yeah. people's schedules. But... And uh, we'll, have, we'll have some other talking points during the offseason. We have some ideas cooked up and ready to go for you guys. So 
Um, but as always, we want to thank you if you have made it this far for listening. It means the world to both of us. Uh, we work hard and we don't have to make this shit, but we do anyways because it's fun. And yeah, thank you for listening. It means a lot. And you should follow us on social media at exclusive pod YT. That is, uh, yeah. On Twitter, Instagram, do it. Subscribe on Spotify. If you are listening, that'd be sick. Yeah. And, and, oh, and, awesome. uh, YouTube as well. Um, might, might look to do some more stuff on YouTube just as a channel, not necessarily a podcast. I mean, this is a podcast, but, us we as need a, to expand our horizons. Yeah, as, us, us, us if as you want to see duo. me like do a swanton bomb through a table and you'll subscribe, I might fucking do it. Who knows? Yeah, we might fucking do Depends it. Depends on knows? how many of y'all subscribe. I'll buy the table, damn it. If you get us 10,000 subscribers on YouTube or Spotify, I will jump off at least a not not that no i probably won't jump through a table we'll do something outrageous if this time next year yeah we'll do something stupid for the enjoyment of other people yeah maybe like i don't know we'll figure it out we got time we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but uh yeah definitely uh share if you can as well um definitely trying to get the audience to broaden uh that'd be great and um yeah, other than that, uh, I think I'm I'm pieced out of here. Uh, it's been a good one. I think we had a good 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 episode here. Uh, and I'll let Mims take it away. If you get us to 10k subscribers, I'll fight a police dog. Is that that's how you want to end this? That's that's okay. the quote. All right. Good day. Good morrow. See you next time.